Hello, beautiful people. It is Tuesday, May 31st, 2022, and this sports show shall begin right now. Yeah. Can't thank you enough for joining us here at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. Hope you had an incredible Memorial Day weekend. I know we took the day off yesterday. We do apologize. I was getting antsy, but I think we celebrated the weekend in proper fashion. Perspective was put into place, and we all got to remember that there are badasses walking amongst us who are willing to go fight for us. And yesterday, obviously, we took a couple moments to remind ourselves that there was people that died, never came home for dinner, fighting for the greater good of all of us. And although the power-hungry folks and the war hawks making the decisions might not always be on the same page of all of us. Every single military person that I've ever had a drink with or a conversation with thought they were serving the country in which they chose to sign up for their military. So we would like to say thank you to everybody. And yesterday, I hope we all took a moment to kind of think about that, um, you know, sacrifice that some folks have made for us. Now, moving on, big weekend of sports. Yeah. There's big sports happening uh -huh. tonight. And today's show will be a show that'll go into the annals of the history of this program as a championship program because it's not only the toxic table here today at ty schmidt at boston connor uh one half of the hammer don cowboys tone Diggs is here the other half of the hammer don cowboys is back in canada starting his stint as he tries to re-emerge as an american citizen after hopefully a new batch of lawyers makes this all a much easier process all the boys in the back are here and joining us live in the studio lord stanley cup is here yeah! that is the actual cup it is actually here what? although there is all types of incredible things that you can fake on the internet mm -hmm. tom brady's mastered it sure, sure. yeah, yeah. The match has mastered it. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers hit a ball into space all the way into Lambo and everything yeah. like that the other day. That is actually Lord Stanley's Cup. That is what the champions of the NHL will get this year and have been receiving since 1903. I see here, Montreal, probably even earlier than nice. that. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. The two people that, well, the one person that travels with Lord Stanley Cup, he came in here today named Mike Greathair. Oh, Great yeah. Hair. Unbelievable. Has to have his fucking eyes on Great. this thing at all, all times, times, except for when they're traveling. He's back there. He looks amazing. Matt from the NHL is here. Great people. We can't thank him enough. It feels good to have the championship just in our oh, presence. Mm -hmm. It feels good to be able to look and touch this thing. The only thing I hate is... We can't put a couple ice cold beers in there and drink what? it. Why? You want to do that? You got to fucking win it. That ain't ever going to happen. So let's go, Patty Maroon. Yeah, Come on, big rig. Tampa Bay Lightning taking on the New York Rangers who go into the Caniacs home last night and put up five on them. I know one was an empty night. And then in the West, obviously Edmonton and Colorado will battle. The West, I was just told by CFO Phil or a hockey aficionado alongside Nick Morado, high scoring. That's going to be electrifying to watch. Yes. The East with uh, Tampa Bay and the Rangers. All goalie. Oh, yeah. Who's going to be the better goalie is going to decide who gets to go fight for Lord Stanley's Cup, who's right here in front of your face. Now, Boston Connor, the Boston Bruins, never going to win this again. No. What does it feel like to be around this knowing <laughs> that it's never going back to Boston? It's definitely going back to Boston, but like you said, there is an energy that radiates from this cup. Oh, like, yeah. You can feel it as soon as it came into the office. The entire mood shifted. I mean, Bruins will probably have it in Boston next year, so I'll say it again, I assume, but it's awesome to have it here. It's Lord Stanley's Cup. It's big and nice and wide. 
can't pick it up, but we can look right at it. Give it a hug. Pretty big, yeah, yeah. So we learned a little bit of the inside. I guess thirteen years is where each team lives on each layer of the cake that oh. is the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. So the Detroit Red Wings are about to get moved up into yeah. the top, where it doesn't even have the players oh, or coaches' oh, names. No. Just had yeah, thirteen years, twenty-six years, thirty-nine years, oh. fifty-two years. What? You do the math there. That's how many cups we won. More than the Penguins, more than the Bruins. Now, definitely. So the, the Detroit Red Wings, as we're giving a closer look on this thing, a little bit of an eye to the cup there. It just, up around the top, whenever there was only six teams or whatever, they just passed it amongst each other, basically, for like six years. Detroit's in there, Detroit's in there, Detroit's in there, Detroit's in there. Then you get down to real hockey, modern era, mm-hmm. fucking nowhere to be found. Nope. Actually had to get the uh, the stethoscope, the, uh, the looksy thing. Is, uh, is fucking uh-huh. Detroit even on here anymore? Are they... They aren't. Penguins are all over this thing. Oh, it yeah. is unbelievable. It's amazing. There is a couple of Bruins in there. Lots. No Golden Knights, though. I mean, your yeah. team. Yeah. Well, oh. new, new franchise, so you don't mm. necessarily expect it. I do see the one piece of the cup uh, for, the, I believe, the lockout year where it just says cup was not a word or whatever. I was thinking about earlier just grabbing a chisel and putting Stoner's name on the side there just to kind of. <laughs> Stoner deserves it. Yeah, he does. He Stoner does. We, I don't know if the Knights are ever going to win, but Stoner deserves to be on the cup. Uh, at Nicky Skates, Nick Moraldo couple things spelled wrong on the cup can't get perfection perfected i guess a couple different times but i think the human aspect of this trophy is the best part of it you know it is celebrated it is passed around this Mm -hmm. thing is actually people chug from it it's Mm -hmm. flowed down rivers before it's been in pools before i've heard legendary tales about what this spectacular championship trophy has done yeah but I think the fact that it is all basically etched on with a hammer and everything mm-hmm. makes it even more special. Frankie, I saw you go 6 to midnight as soon as this thing showed up. And obviously, I wanted to keep it as a surprise for you. But Phil couldn't help himself. Had to tell you <laughs> last night it was coming in here. Were you able to sleep Phil. last night knowing that this son of a bitch was coming through the office in the studio? I'm not going to lie, Pat. This has been the greatest 24 hours of my life. I saw Top Gun Maverick last night. Oh. And I get to see the Stanley Cup this morning. Wow. <laughs> I'm rock hard. I'm going to diamond in an ice storm all day long. Hey, hey, respect. I, yeah. Then. Not even a low T situation going on with Nick. He's, uh-uh. he's all the way out there. Um, Top Gun allegedly great. Yeah, Crushing. everybody that has talked about it said it's amazing. Yeah, every person mm-hmm. that I've met that even isn't, um, you know, super military person mm-hmm. said fucking awesome. Need to see it. Six minutes standing O for Tom Cruise over there. Call mm-hmm. should have been twenty five. Should have been twenty five at yeah. least. What do you think? Because there was a little bit of uh, why wouldn't it have been 25 minutes standing? Is that, is that what you did afterwards? Did everybody in your theater clap for it? I got the hell out of there immediately because movie theaters stink, but I could see why people would give it a standing O. It deserves it. Oh, that's a shit. You've been to a movie theater sooner than me, yeah. and you were the one that said movie theaters were dead a he long did. time ago. Biggest Weird. box office in the history of Memorial Day weekend or something. Yeah. Movie theaters are all the way back. Who's... Who's all the way back? Movie theaters are all the way back. Had to do it for Tom. Tom. He deserved it. He deserves that respect. He deserved that monetary tribute. Had to put a little coin in his pocket. But uh, it was a terrible experience. The the seat was broken. The people were loud. They smelled. They're chewing popcorn in here. They're talking during the movie. They're getting up and down the aisle trying to go piss. This isn't a football game. Sit down, shut up, and watch the movie. I do like the fact that... They're marketing it for movie theaters, though. You have, have to, to see have this to. on the biggest screen imaginable. You don't. Right. Not your basic-ass TV. Yeah, Would have been great. Not in your basement, no, okay? No, no, no. Not only... You need to see it in a theater, basically, is what they said. And you went and you said, no, no need, but it is amazing. It is amazing, yeah. 
So I should just wait till it's, I'm able to see it at the house? Absolutely wait for the home release. No, no, yeah, no, but no. you hate movie theaters. Self-confessed, hate movie yeah. theaters. Got and still went. Have to you, you have to. Yeah. Or rent have the you seen it? Rent I have not out. seen it yet, but I will. I'm going to the theater. I, I'm also the, hey, movie theaters are dead. I can watch this shit at my house now. But I, when TC says, hey, listen, you need to see this on the biggest fucking screen possible and as loud as possible, say, you know what, Tom? You've never strayed me before. I will do that. Do you remember when, like, years ago, TC was giving a speech on the set of this particular movie yeah. whenever they were battling through COVID, basically mm-hmm. talking about, hey, we are going to yeah. save the fucking movie movie industry yeah okay the whole fucking world don't need your us. bullshit turns out he was well, right. yeah. Old. yeah tom was <laughs> not right. lying he knew it people are saying miles teller also really good in that people I are saying miles teller was unbelievable really let's go i don't know much about him other than the fact he threw me under the bus then got behind the driver's seat of the bus drove over me back yeah, backed, backed it up in a different language yeah. yeah and then so let's throw one more let's make sure that the netherlands are bearing you as well mm-hmm. boom go ahead over good seg though he said on his way out with a bam bam uh-huh. as he rolled me out of the bus but they're saying this is maybe a career saving career changing an entire new world for all my time miles let's Teller. be wow. honest he does not make the movie the movie is about tom tom is the movie john ham also a great role in this film Oh, really? John Hamm, the Hamaconda. He's part of the St. Did they put him on this for the St. Louis Blues? Should. Mike, hey, did you guys put John Hamm on here for the St. Louis Blues? <laughs> no. What? No. Should be. Right. Right John Hamm should have been. He, he was oh, playing God. more than fucking Maroon was. He was on TV more than Patty out there. All right, anyways. We will try not to talk about Lord Stanley's Cup this entire time, but how could you not want to say How can you Dude, not? Go back to that shot. This show. Is doing this right now. What a joke. (laughs) Looks so good, too. Couldn't even get Sam Burns' putt from the PGA today on the Charles Schwad tournament this past weekend. Couldn't even get his game winning putt, even though we're his tournament winning putt from the fringe, which is amazing against he and Scotty Scheffler going out there and battling extra holes. Sam Burns, two hours downtime, Mm -hmm. steps up for overtime, makes a incredible putt from the fringe okay if it doesn't go in probably rolling off the green yeah so also something to think yeah. about but what a win for him couldn't even get that putt even though it was kind of being pitched to us just like after the pga championship the champion was being pitched yeah sure. i don't understand our relationship with the pga uh-huh. but i know the fucking nhl we got lord stanley cup in yeah. the no. exactly how this thing even get how is this even possible i have no idea it really is more beautiful in person i mean mm-hmm. you see it on there all best trophy in sports etc cetera, etc cetera, but when you actually get to fucking lay eyes on this thing it's unbelievable. It really is. I don't want to be disrespectful. You thought, oh. it, was big. You thought it was going to be bigger. No. You just said best trophy in sports. I mean, that is. Oh, well, that's, is. I mean, that's what down. you have to say. Don't don't tell me the Lombardi. They give out two of those. They give one to the owner. They give one one to the team. Yeah, they put one in the locker room. The Lombardi has never seen, you know. <laughs> no, no, don't get into oh, it. I, don't, okay. We were told that in conference. Okay. But the soccer Lombardi people are going to be pissed. Yeah. The well, soccer Lombardi who people cares, are going to be That little rinky-dink piece of metal. Yeah, well, well it's, it's coming back to it's America. Pure, it's coming to America. Right. That one's pure gold. But, yeah, I mean, this is the one. I mean, this... Standing at a staggering uh-huh. three foot six or something. I don't even know. Oh, this thing is huge. It's massive. That top thing, too. Just the thought that all of the legends have 
yugged yeah. uh-huh. shit out of oh, it yeah. makes mm-hmm. it even more important I think and more impressive they do not add layers to the cake you just kind of get shuffled out of it yeah. makes sense which is kind of sweet because now the Red Rooms will be done forever yeah. now they'll be in the Hall of Fame yeah but if they added layers this yeah. thing could be seven foot if tall if they gimmicked it <laughs> next year where it came out and it was like eight and a half feet on the ice that'd be pretty that'd be pretty good <laughs> I'm staring right at the Pittsburgh Penguins going back to back right here in front of my face Ooh. which has happened numerous times around here yeah it has it, that is amazing. I think that's awesome. Like the Lombardi that uh, you know Jim Mersey has at his little mm-hmm. museum over here for when it, not little. The museum's huge. <laughs> right. I'm surprised he doesn't have this in there. Yeah. There. If this thing is ever auctioned up, Jim Mersey is going to have yeah. the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. But the, honestly, I'm surprised it already hasn't happened. Yeah. Well, no way Mike would let that happen. No, Mike no. ain't fucking lying. He's going to keep his eyes on it. Jim, you can't put it in your museum of everything that you fucking have. But it doesn't have the legends that this... This thing has all the game's legends yeah. on it still, basically. You know? Orr's on here. How's yep. on here. Everybody right. is on here. And it's like at one moment, they were the ones hoisting it and lifting it. The tradition, the prestige, everything about mm-hmm. it. We're very thankful that it's here. Yeah. Pumped. I mean, like, seeing Rupper's name on there. like, And he's going to be on there for the next... You know, it's a while until that thing's up there. Like, he's going to be on this thing for the next, like, 40 years. So whenever you, you know, happen upon a Stanley Cup celebration, you're a former Stanley mm-hmm. Cup champion. Uh, is your name on the list? Yup. Fucking right there. I can see. Yeah. That's me on there, actually. Thank you. There's a mascot on here. What? Really? Who? I think, yeah, one team has a mascot the, on there. Uh, the Wiley Coyote with the tongue? Up there in uh, Calgary. Calgary. Harvey the Hound. I don't believe Harvey the Hound's on there, but he should be. Well, if any yeah. mascot, from what I've been told, Harvey the Hound should be the one that's up yeah, there. Right. He's the guy. No, Icebox, maybe. You know what I mean? Oh, Iceberg. yeah. Iceberg. <laughs> Icebox Ice too though Icebox is a penguin Icebox right. I mean If anyone was playing Middle linebacker on the ice Then that would be her Icebox fucking Laid oh people out Yeah is Bombay on there How good I don't think Gordon made it Oh What about no. Emilio No Emilio as well I think those are the same people But the entire <laughs> the This is very cool yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you to the NHL For allowing this to happen Thank you Thank NHL, you, NHL. I will say the person from the NHL that was here before the Stanley Cup is an Islanders fan, so that guy's Whoa. thoughts are immediately kind of Sorry, buddy. You know, kind of, yeah. That sucks for him. So he's been going to Borelli's for 30 years, though, which is awesome. Yeah. Wow. Because, you know, we've been trying to go to Borelli's for a long time. Borelli's probably fantastic pizza, never been. Everybody says it's great and fantastic. The Islanders stink, though. They do. Yeah, terrible. They, the Islanders absolutely stink. Sorry about it. Saw their name on there. Spelled wrong. Never going to be on again. <laughs> what a joke. That's <laughs> a shame. I fucking love it. Let's dive into some NFL stuff. Uh, how was everybody's weekend, though? Good? Very very good. good weekend. Very good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. My knee. Something going on with my knee. Yeah. I feel like an old man right now. Bad news. So what we didn't talk about whenever I was hitting balls into the net was the cement bottom yeah. with like air forces. When I'm doing my golf swing, I think there was a couple that like tweaked my knee a little bit. Then I hopped on my uh, Serial One bike yeah. and started pounding away on sure. it. My knee has swollen up a little bit on the left side. Got a little bit of a visible limp right now. Camera, but I think it'll go away soon. But other than that, great weekend. Yeah. I mean, I thought good, hey, nice showing at Tone's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Nick, great Great host over at your house. Party. A couple Italians came in from Plum. Uh-huh. I mean, it was a great weekend. Have a gorgeous day. Foxy, yeah. you went back to Michigan. You're up there on the lake, northern Michigan. Yep, the whole fam was there. Weather was good. It was beautiful. We did not play any kid rock. I what? Well, you guys were just like the Lions. Yeah, I mean. Kicked them off the playlist. <laughs> Bullshit. It's unbelievable. What is that about? Well, well you it's, tell us. it's Foxy time in northern Michigan. <laughs> uh, AJ Rock will join us in the second hour as uh, Rupper will join us in the third hour to talk about his name being here. Actually, I have no idea how long this is going to be here. 
How long are you guys here for? It's forever. What do they say, Becker? So they can stay as long as you want. All right. Let's get it out of here right before Rupp. They don't got a flight to catch? <laughs> so Rupp doesn't, you know, Rupp doesn't get too. No, we should keep this in here for Rupper. We'd like to hear a couple stories that Rupper has heard about this particular yeah, thing. Yeah. There's dents in basically every single, hmm. you know, and who knows what that. Could that be from Ovechkin when he was blacked out drunk running around the capital yeah. of our country and throwing it into per, uh, uh, ponds and yeah, such? Could be. Maybe. Is it like whenever Edelman and Gronk played baseball with the Lombardi? Is that what happened? I can't wait to hear it. We'll talk to Mike Rupp, Super Bowl champion in the third hour. Adam Thielen will join us at 3.05 Eastern time at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show. An article just came out about him feeling rejuvenated 10 years into his career here. New head coach who's an offensive-minded head coach mm. kind of changes the way he's viewing everything. Body feels good. Got an entire you know gym he works on. He'll be playing in Tahoe. Can't wait to chat with him and catch up with him. I miss stealing on this oh, show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. I haven't talked to him in a while, right? What's he been doing? Well, they're in the middle of OTAs right now. I actually asked him. I'm like, hey, I just read an article about you feeling rejuvenated. Reminded me that you are still a guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Haven't talked to you in forever. Been in our blinders or work mode over here. We do apologize. He sent me a picture of his schedule, basically. Not what was happening, but his times where he was open. 305 Eastern was basically the only time open. Cool. Can't wait to chat with him about the Vikings. New head coach, new vibe over there. Are they going to make a run in the NFC North? Mm. It feels like they could. Are they going to make a, a wild card spot? Yeah, maybe. Definitely be. Hey, they could win. New energy, right? New uh-huh. vibe, yeah. new positivity. They got that stadium that just had VCon. Uh-huh. So the amount of positivity and optimism that'll be on their home home stadium should be amazing. It won't be cursed. It was no blessed with positivity. Yeah, you need sure. to be the positive possum, maybe for fucking one minute. You're right. Summer has sprung. Uh, positive. The NFC North odds are currently at the Packers minus 170, the Vikings at plus 280, Ooh. Lions plus 850 above the Bears oh, oh, plus 950. Yes. Got big chip on our shoulder. We yeah. love it. Yeah, for a long time. And big chip. A couple <laughs> bowl of sausages on that <laughs> chip. Dipping that thing in there. Baker's Dawson Bob. Packers at minus 170 just because they have Aaron Rodgers. Now, the roster is a good one. You lose your best weapon. How will they make up for that? They drafted old buddy out of North Christian Dakota, Watson. Mm-hmm. I believe. So that'll happen, but the odds sports books are like yeah we're not gonna let anybody make a shit ton of money off of us because they have the back-to-back mvp as quarterback there but the vikings are plus 280 not bad odds great value. at all great value especially after the stealing conversation i might go ahead and lay a little chat on the minnesota vikings i mean you could but it's just one of those things where no matter how good the vikings are they'll find a way to lose a couple games they shouldn't no no they they won't win the division new coach new environment seriously new coach that's great they might i mean i've been watching it for fucking 30 years you know they they might yeah you know win a couple games here you're saying um yeah exactly there's precedent here they they could go to the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised. They should have made the playoffs last year, but they just seem to always kind of give away a couple that they shouldn't, which is why the Packers are. You know. We are only a few years removed from Kirk Cousins going down to New Orleans, mm-hmm. Kyle Rudolph pushing the person off, yep. catching a touchdown, winning a playoff game against the New Orleans Saints team that was supposed to win a Super Bowl. Drew Brees was going to retire. Mm-hmm. That's right. Drew Brees came back again. Then Drew Brees actually retires after breaking a record of pushing a sled. Now he's out at NBC. LeVar Arrington took a yeah, <laughs> my God. Oh. massive shot. I didn't see any loss. By the way, LeVar Arrington, I mean, friend of the show. Yeah, good guy. Friend That's of the right. show, Western Pennsylvania guy. Mm-hmm. Absolute dog, LeVar Arrington. What he said about Drew Brees was quite a shot across. He's just not as popular as he thinks he is. 
He's not as loved as he thinks he is. What? And he acts out when it doesn't go the way he would like for it to go. That's LeVar Arrington on Drew Brees, short stint with NBC. Now, <laughs> I don't know if LeVar Arrington has any history with Drew Brees. I would assume this quote came from a much longer quote Probably. where LeVar complimented Drew Brees' accomplishment on a football field. But the Drew Brees uh, situation with TV... Very fascinating. It's yeah. odd. Fox has announced their number one team. Kevin Burkhart, uh, Greg Olson, Aaron Andrews, Tom Rinaldi. Yep. And I believe that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody thought maybe Drew Brees was aiming for that when they were talking about an NBC trade with Fox. That is not the case. Greg Olson is there. What will Drew Brees be doing this upcoming season? TBD. Well, I think a lot of people, you know, I mean, if you if his, and again, you know, what say what you want about Drew Brees, but if his, if he didn't well, you have, have actually, yeah, yeah. right, right, you exactly. have said a lot of things you that have. you want, and yeah, and, and I had reason to, and you know, yeah. like Lavar is speaking my language here. I'm thinking he's the same guy who knows what's going on. <laughs> if his ego wasn't at what it is, just by everything we see, like Drew Brees, and if he really did want to call games, like he would go do be the number two booth or like the number three booth or something like that. But I don't think he wants to do that. Especially. I, I think people are outrageous to say this is his last opportunity. That is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. This is his last opportunity to be in the sports media world if he wants it. It's like, is he... Is Drew Brees dying next year? Is he okay? Yeah. What if five years from now, he goes on a Ponchakarma trip, mm. does some ayahuasca, mm. comes back a completely different person, has a whole new attitude, personality. What if he's like the best comedian of all time somehow? Good. Is the NFL going to say, Drew, the guy who has a lot of our records, our old records, we don't want you around with this new personality, new you. We want old Drew, not new Drew. Is that going to happen? No. But it would be nice to kind of see why Drew Brees, who has all the records in the world, the NFL used to stop games to celebrate him. That's right. Yeah. Every network purpose. used to stop games mm-hmm. in the middle. Drives would be happening. Yeah. yeah. A completion would take place. Stop the game. Stop everything. Ref, go hand Drew the ball, shake his hand, thank him for his accomplishments, do a victory lap. We're going to go to commercial. We'll come back. We will continue this drive mm-hmm. on the other side. Yeah. yeah. Wide that- receivers magically wide open on those plays. Well, that's because the scheme and the way he looked mm. off defenders. Yeah, exactly. So good. Why don't you give the guy a little fucking respect? <laughs> yeah, wow. geez, if LeVar's not, I'm not. Nonetheless, what is taking place with Drew Brees? I, none of it makes sense. And LeVar, I think, is probably, you know, guessing what he thinks. And I think a lot of people are guessing those same things. Or maybe he knows him personally. But it is fascinating that Drew Brees hadn't just been handed a massive set of keys to whatever car he wanted to give. It feels like it Drew isn't under the protection of the shield anymore. And then things are starting to get out that Drew, you know. We were right all along. Who's we? Don't be putting me in that though. No. I'm a Drew Brees fan. I'll tie and I then. There you go. Well, I mean, Ty, I, Ty leads off this and say what you want about Drew. It's like you have, have and time. I will. I saw the fire in Drew's eyes when he delivered that ball. Like it was on purpose. But you think about Jason Witten was handed Monday Night Football without well, ever being well, on television before. Jason went and hell of a football player, a great person, sure. and everything like that. But he was just handed like the third biggest game of the week. Second biggest game of the week. Just note, here you go. Drew Brees, I am vastly confused about how this is all unfolded for Drew Brees. Well, you got to think that he thinks, you know, okay, Romo, Same thing. Aikman. Yeah, like I had a better career than Romo. I maybe not won as many titles as Aikman, but I have way more records than he does. Like he probably looks at himself in that aspect of the, you know, media world. So he's not one of the four, uh, you know, number one analysts where two of them are quarterbacks. Well, and you got to think like these executives love the happy hour, right? Mm-hmm. 
for instance, the Tom Brady deal came out because mm-hmm. in a conference call, on a quarterly earnings call, yeah. they couldn't go, fuck, we got to deal with Tom Brady. So, what, $375 million. Did anybody else have that? I don't think so. So, everything's fucking fine. Mm-hmm. Roman Murray. Basically, like, oh, you lose Joe and Troy. Is everything going to be okay? Well, got Tom Brady, yeah, $375 sure. million. No big deal. How you doing? It's Kendall. Then it comes out, well, that's not an accurate thing because agents and other people <laughs> yeah. are losing their mind. Then follow-up happens. Yeah, yeah, everything we said was 100% accurate. They're only saying that in the conversation so they can say it. Like, you would think that the executives would want to be like yeah we got to deal done with drew Brees. yeah drew Brees. Mm-hmm. drew Brees. feels like that's not happening in no. Drew. drew's probably pissed off you know a man who is just re-signed with espn who's that? Will be covering nfl games okay. this upcoming what? year what he is on television at any moment when you turn on espn he's on just working talking yep doing his thing always he's become the official football guru <laughs> especially at the quarterback position ladies and gentlemen NFL vet, ESPN legend, Dan Orlovsky. What's up, big guy? How are you? Hey, you think you're going to have to start wearing Maryland caps so your boys start getting recruited by Maryland to play on that lacrosse team? Is that what you're going to start doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't don't know about that. I I asked them heading to the game yesterday, who they were rooting for, and they were like, Maryland. I was like, why? And they're like, I don't know, our friends are. So, um, greatness. I, I think we're. I'm just trying to get to Don't the end of the fourth grade. But well, I, <laughs> I understand. I understand it's not easy, especially with the amount of children that you have, and you and your wife do an incredible job. Yeah, At least it appears on the internet. You guys do an incredible job, especially with how. Are you frozen? No, okay. Matt, All right, you're not frozen. I didn't know if you were listen, frozen, but you're Listen, doing- this, is, this is parenting wrapped up in a nutshell. So okay. we have friends who live in Charleston, South Carolina. So we go down there really every Memorial Day weekend to go hang out with them. They've got kids the same age as ours. So we go down there. It's a ton of fun. Kids are playing in the pool. We're all playing. My buddy has a boat that he took us down to Kiowa Island. Like a really cool day. Wow. Holy shit. All that. Booked an early flight on Monday morning Memorial Day because my kids wanted to go to Lacrosse National Championship. So we get home. They want to bring two of their friends. They're, they're like exhausted, right? All day, bring whatever. We get home last night, finally from the title game at like 7.45. I'm like, boys, Lenny, let's shower. You got to get to bed. You haven't slept in like four days. You're going to be exhausted. My kids got so mad that they went to bed at 8 p.m. and not 8.30 p.m. That the fun that we had for the four days, it was wiped away because they were so angry. Oh, no. These little brats. Come on. You want Uncle Pat? Come have a little chat about what life could be for them. After you, oh, you're on a little boat down to Kiowa Island and you're at the Lacrosse National Championship. Yeah. You need to send them to scared straight. Send them to a prison. Send them to a prison. <laughs> yep. Let these guys in jail yell at them. Do it. That that is what your kids need. It sounds like that, don't you think? I was that dad last night who was like, you know, all the things. Be thankful for what you do have, not what you don't have. Yeah. How come you're going to find something to complain about when complaining? I was that. I was just oh, yeah. that dad. That's good you dadding. Know, you don't know what fair even is. You don't yeah. even know what fair cool, is. Dan. That's right. You started on third base. You thought you hit a triple kid. No, it's because your dad is on television mm-hmm. for 45 <laughs> hours a day. Okay? So just go to bed and shut up. That, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, yeah. You didn't do that. Yeah. Shut up. If you need me to go in there, I will. I will. I'll let them know if you I don't like kids. So I'll let them know. I was around some kid uh, this weekend. Oh, yeah. I was around a little Italian boy this, uh, this mm-hmm, weekend. That's right. Full energy. I think I like that kid. Mm-hmm. He just walks around with a little mower. He just wants to cut grass all day. <laughs> I love that kid. Put him to work. Let's start a company. Child labor, I guess. Yeah, but if he wants to do it. He signed up for it. Yeah. yeah. Your line's 11 years, old. 11 years old is when you get out and cut the grass. 
Really? Is that what your how old are your kids? Uh, my boys are 10. They got one more summer of freedom. And then we need a little Ched coming back. You want to go to these lacrosse national championships. You at least this need isn't I, this isn't a scholarship program. There's a grass to get cut, boys. That's awesome. Let's talk about you just taking shots at a bunch of quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, you just at what point was it at eight fifteen last night after you got into it with your kids <laughs> that you said, you know what I'm going to do? I just got off a boat down Charleston. It was hot as hell. Got burned. Had to wrangle the kids up. Early morning flight, Southwest. Terrible flight. Oh. Had to fly in the back because we got forty five kids. You know what I mean? So then I go to this national championship game. Oh, Maryland did their thing. Cornell got on at the end. Yeah, yeah. Maryland did their thing. Cornell's Best. Hot. Yeah, they did at the end. Then they called a timeout. What an idiot. Yeah, it's a fun sport to watch. Keep going. I'm sorry. I mean, not really. I, I Like, Maryland is awesome, so I guess it was kind of fun to check that out. But, you know, full-time, can't watch it. No, Shit. no, no, no. It's dipping dots. Sport of the future, ice cream of the future, never going to be the present. I like that it's happening when it's, no other sports are happening. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before we, so, first of all, it's a more physical, way more physical sport than soccer. Champions League, though. <laughs> way yeah. more scoring than soccer. Yeah. It's the closest thing physicality we have to football. Like, if you like the physical hockey, aspect hockey. of the game of football, hockey, then hockey. there that brings that. And it's more excitement and scoring than soccer. So, like, if you're into soccer, it's, it's not all that soccer, different yeah. than hoops. Obviously, way Nobody less watches. scoring, but... Soccer. If you like the physicality of football, but you want more scoring than soccer, it's incredible. <laughs> that's a good sell. What about hockey, though? I think that's the most similar sport that it has, right? I mean, yeah, I, I wish I was more into hockey. Like, I try to get into hockey. I'm just not. I, I think it because I didn't like watch it a ton as a kid. I got a buddy of mine who's a diehard Rangers fan, so I was a Rangers fan for the night last night. But uh, oh, must be nice, of course. Yeah, yeah. Loves games. He's never been hey, Dan, have you ever seen fucking Lord Stanley's Cup, dude? Look at this thing, huh? You got that in studio? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike and Matt yeah. in the back. Guys got gloves. Got to keep eyes on this at all times. Thinks we might run out of here with it. In studio, Dan. Wow, dude. That thing is sick. Yeah, much better than any lacrosse trophy. Oh, By yeah. a mile. Are you going to take a little sip out of it? Well, no, not, allowed to, not allowed to booze with it. We were told, actually, we got to win it to do such a thing. But you never know, though. Never say never, bub. Well, if Patty Maroon and Tampa Bay Lightning get a win, I think I'm getting invited to a potential celebration. I'm going to be bonging beers out of this thing. You're damn right. <laughs> I'm going to ask him, actually, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a Stanley Cup stand like everybody does. Hold my legs. Mm -hmm. I'm going up in there. I'm just going to suck it out maybe with a straw. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do with Lord Stanley right here. I wish it would have no been with No paper the... straws. No huh? paper straws, though. Go plastics or straw. No paper straws. Oh, you're down in Key Island. You hate sea turtles. Oh, All right, cool. Damn. I mean, I didn't know we we're going to get into this conversation, but anyways, I didn't grow up with a cross. So much like you're saying about hockey, I didn't grow up with a cross. Hard for me to catch up, but that game was entertaining. The good games are entertaining. Mm -hmm. Ball goes out of bounds. I don't yeah. understand who's like, yeah. how, why is it that person's yeah. ball? Whoever closest to the out of bounds. Yeah, exactly. Don't want, I don't want to hear it. If it's a shot. If yes. it gets, if someone just knocks it out of your stick and it goes out of bounds, then it's the. So other. it's like basketball. You guys just made the rules up in the backyard. No, no, no. no. It's, it's an old, 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 old game. They just haven't changed the rules that often. Actually, they change them every year, but they don't change the out of bounds rule. Okay, well, I respect it. Congrats to Maryland. Greatest team of all time. Go Terps. Maybe let the tough Orlovsky kid in to play for the Terps That's in a right. couple of years. Not the other one complaining after a uh, like a dream weekend. Uh, you're a great dad. Let's talk about you trolling the internet though.
So whenever you put out these tweets, okay, <laughs> whenever you put out these tweets, you know, like, hey, I'm going to piss off this fan base when I do this, but, boy, I'm going to make these people happy. You put Dak Prescott in a basic category alongside Kyler Murray of you can win with them. All right, now, now this is obviously a vastly different group than the win because of, but whenever you're talking about winning with, when you put Dak and Baker and Carson and Tua on the same list, I think you're going to get a lot of people pissed off about things. You agree? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I just don't care about that. Oh, jeez. Um, baby Dano. First of all, Carson's not on the list. I actually, out of respect for kind of what's happened over the last two seasons, Carson isn't on the win because of or win with list. Well, I, I Close, but we'll see. Oh, so he stinks. Wow. Uh-oh. By the way, I'm so new with Matt Ryan being our quarterback, I thought that was Carson. I fucked up there. That's on me. Uh, Matt Ryan, you are so much better. You do not deserve (laughs) to be on this list. You should have been on the other list. A bunch of bullshit, if you ask me. Anyways, go ahead, uh, Dan. No, I think think where Matt is in his age, like, and and whatnot, like, he's a quarterback that the reason the Colts got him were they believe roster-wise are really good. They'll win a lot of games with him. I don't know if the Colts said, hey, uh, um, we, we need Matt Ryan because our roster isn't that great, and he's so good that we'll win good amount of games because he's on our team. All right, so the Dak Prescott thing to all this, because that's where Marcus Spears has gotten his panties in a bundle, all that stuff. Oh, like, damn. Swagoo. Dude, look, here. there's facts. Um, Dak Prescott, let's look at the chrono, chron, chronological kind of timeline of his career. His okay. rookie year played against him. I just thought going into the game, we'll see. Like I, He played really good. But he also had one of the greatest offensive lines that year in the last 20 years in the NFL. I mean, his offensive line was absolutely phenomenal. Next year was solid. The following year, I think, his third year in the league, his play started to decline because the team started to get picked away at talent-wise. Oh, no. Lost to Marco Murray, mm. some of their skill position on offense. Then they go get Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper comes in, Dak starts to play much better football. Goes into year four, played good football, but not ridiculous football. They weren't winning a ton of games because Dak Prescott was carrying a bottom 10 defense or a bottom 10 run game. They had really good players around him. Then we go to the season to get injured. Obviously, it doesn't matter. Last year, everyone says, well, they were in the playoffs. Dude, they went 6-6 six and six against outside their division. I don't believe in the whole, like, you quarterback, wins that, all that stuff. I'm just telling you, find, and I've said this for two years, find me the stretch of games that the Cowboys won when – Tyron Smith wasn't playing, or Zeke didn't play, or Amari Cooper didn't play, or the defense gave up 30, and they went like 3-1 and because Dak played so ridiculously well. It doesn't exist. Okay, so you're a little bit of a Dak Prescott hater, it sounds mm-hmm. like. I mean, there is no... He broke a bunch of records. I mean, they had number one offense like for two years running until he got hurt or whatever with uh, that 12-year-old, his offense coordinator, Kellen. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he was... Just, yeah, but, but... Again, that, but that's not me hating. Yes, there were re- records broken, but like some outrageous number of those stats were when they were down and in the fourth quarter. That doesn't make him a bad player. Oh, uh, garbage. That doesn't make George. him a bad player. Oh, no. It doesn't make him a bad player. He's a good player. I've said this a wow. thousand times. 
I think Dak is a really good player. Whoa. I just don't. I want someone to tell me, answer my question. I don't know. When has that stretch of games happened? Dude, we come to you for these types of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the quarterback guru. Football guru. Come to you. Dak Prescott, just middle of the pack here with mm. Baker Mayfield. Who knew? Bad in his stats. And Tua. Tua's yeah. in there. No, no offense yeah. to Tua. Oh, I just looked back. Gumpy's not there. The guy named Mike oh, is. Oh, jeez. And I just oh. said Tua. Oh, no. He's much. So you think you think that he's a, he's a game, he's a quarterback you win a bunch of games because of is that what you believe no nah, i'm just we're talking about what you believe let's go to the next one because of let's go to the next one qbs you win because of uh this is your list josh allen stud joe burrow stud lamar jackson great on the football field and on twitter patrick mahomes Derek carr all right justin herbert deshaun watson russell wilson aaron Rodgers, tom brady matthew stafford what you're saying is Derek carr doesn't get enough respect because you believe he puts the team on his back that's why you put him in this list and i assume that is the one that everybody was kind of up in arms with on this particular list yeah i think there's been three things that i've seen everybody be so emotional about on this one yes Derek carr but i've been a Derek carr guy like I've, I've always You're a Carson Wentz guy, too, and then he threw a left-handed interception <laughs> for zero yard, pick six, zero yards against division rival fourth quarter. So then I didn't hear a word about him after that from you. Are you done? That guy's – how'd you watch him play and be like, yeah, this is going to be the right guy for All the Colts? Right, I'll get to that. Can I answer the first question? What I'm just saying, whenever you give your opinion, I listen. You hear me? Whenever you give an opinion, I listen. Darius Butler gives an opinion mm-hmm. on the secondary. I listen. Or anything, really, defensive side of the ball. I'm going to listen. Now, if he starts speaking on the offense, I'll be like, all right, let me check and see what he's saying. When you speak about quarterbacks, a lot of us are like, all right, we must listen. So whenever you have these little you know, emotional attachments to different guys and your words aren't matching up with their play, you can call into question your legitimacy mm. as the quarterback guru. And I didn't want to do that after watching Carson play. But now I assume that's what a lot of people are doing with you having Derek Carr on here and Dak Prescott on the other one. Okay, so I've explained the whole stance on the Dak Prescott situation. The Derek Carr one, I think we have evidence over the last two years when that roster has been depleted at moments or that defense has just gotten absolutely gutted, Derek Carr plays at such a level that they are able to and do win games because he plays at such a high level. I asked people the Dak Prescott games. That didn't happen. Derek Carr did. That's why Derek Carr has played himself onto that list. Hey, okay. We need to um, give more respect to Derek Carr. I'd like yes. everybody in the NFL world to give more respect to Derek Carr, guru of the football. Dan Orlovsky saw the film, says, hey, this is what you need to do. We duly noted by us, Dan. I want to let you know. The that. second thing would be everyone brought up, well, Deshaun Watson hasn't played in like two years or whatever, this and that. Uh, listen, talent wise, I doubt Deshaun Watson is, is on par with basically everybody on that list. He has the. Uh, talent and ability to be on this list. I am completely aware of the awful stuff that is attached to his name off the field. I'm just speaking on the field. And then the third thing was where everyone's like, this list is too big. And one of the things that I've mentioned this offseason is you can't ask me who the top five quarterbacks in the NFL are, and you can't ask who are the top five teams in the AFC. The list has grown. And so I, I, my pushback to those people is... Is that your new contract? Is that your new contract? I'll do 11. I'm not doing five. Is that a new contract? <laughs> Stafford, Brady, <laughs> yes. Rod- 
are probably done in like two or three years anyway. The three of them, I'm guessing. So the list is going to be smaller just because those three veterans are on there. Um, here's the thing. Hey, Moz, stop asking. I ain't doing five. <laughs> I need 11, Moz. No, I'm not doing five. The Carson Wentz thing is this, dude. First of all, when well, I here made we my go. Like, pound the table stances, public television, I was right. 2019, I was dead on. You're lying, though. Get week 18, playoffs are on the line. He, he outplayed Dak Prescott, took his team to – carried a bad football team to the playoffs. So, like, um, nice, dude, that was right. 2020, it went south real quickly. I wasn't in 2020 going, Carson Wentz is the greatest quarterback ever. Kinda. 2019, I was right. Yeah. 2021, I thought he would be in the MVP conversation given what um, – kind of his connection with Frank and the team and the roster and all that stuff, I probably undervalued two things. One, the lack of skill position talent in Indy at the receiver position caught up to them a little bit. And then two, Jonathan Taylor, I guess he's not, I guess he's not great off the field in some situations. And that kind of impacted his play on the field. Okay. So he's a little reckless with the ball. You think there's any chance that he can change that for the command? Here we go. He sprained both his ankles on this play. Yeah. You hear yeah. me? No, he's not going to change that. If, if he was going to change it, it would have been last year because it was the team to. Like, it was the the perfect situation to do that. That's just the player that he is. And you're going to ride highs like the Arizona game last year. You're going to ride loads like the last, you know, kind of two weeks of the season. But that's just the player that he is. I probably leaned into more of the optimist aspect of his talent. Um and you know, that's why I didn't I didn't plan on burying or talking about Carson Wentz's bad time because we've done enough. Carson, his good play though, which is what you're talking about, his optimism, is unbelievable. It was awesome to watch him whenever he's playing like very good and in a groove it feels like and making smart decisions and going. It's awesome. He could become a guy for the commanders. Let's go ahead and move on now. Let's talk about Baker Mayfield, a guy that you said you could win with. It has come out via Jeremy Fowler, your uh, colleague at ESPN, mm-hmm. that teams are looking to pay 5 to $6 million of his contract. It is currently at 18.9, so they're looking for the Browns to pick up 13 to $14 million of that entire deal. In your eyes, are you thinking a team's going to do that, or do you think that this is just going to continue to wait on all the way into training camp, maybe even into the season, pending a Deshaun Watson punishment that we thought could have came on a Friday news dump Mm -hmm. just last week as they said the investigation's wrapping up. Yeah, I don't think what happens with Deshaun has any bearing on the situation. They signed Jacoby Brissett. Baker Mayfield is not going to ever play for the Cleveland Browns. So that's not an option. Uh, Yeah, if I was a team, I would do it. And I've I've said that. You know, if you're a team, again, Seattle potentially, um, Tampa Bay potentially, um, the Carolina Panthers. My my viewpoint on it, Pat, is this: If you're Cleveland, what is the holdup? If you Baker's not playing there, so that means you are on the hook no matter what for eighteen million dollars. If you fire him, you have to pay him the eighteen million dollars. If you cut him, you're paying eighteen million dollars for absolutely nothing. Whereas if you do trade him, and I think teams are aware of this, you're going to get some form of a pick for him, maybe a sixth round pick and some type of fin- financial. Um, cushion because a team is going to eat some of his salary. So I think if you're a team, it's a little bit like the Carson stuff from last year. You got to figure out what's going on off the field and the personality. And if 
he can still be the competitive dude, but also maybe not be as abrasive in moments publicly. Um, but if I were those teams, if I was a team that was looking for a potential spot starter this year, like my 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 position is. You look great. Our time. Oh, we are back. Well, I'm seeing. What's that, pal? The stream it went black as well. I'm seeing. Okay, all right, and we're back. All right, hey, there hey, we go. go. Wow, Stanley Cup boys yeah. are in the back there. What the hell's goes, going all right, on? What are you doing, what are you Mike? Come on, Mike. Mike. What are you doing, Mike? Cup's ours now. Huh? Keep your eyes on the cup. <laughs> are those guys messing with your technology? Yeah. Anytime somebody's in that back room, something happens. Yeah, I mean, it feels especially like last time. It does. It feels like I don't know what took place here. Uh, what else? Last, when you say something, well, like last time, our entire thing shut down. Yeah. Boom. Oh, I saw that one. Yes, yes. You following along? You have a uh, hundred kids. Got a, a vacation going on this summer. We appreciate you keeping up with what's going on over here. Hey, congrats! The congrats the on, on any type of viewing platform. Whoa, that's very nice of you. you. Not true, but you, you you just said that. Nah, forget it. But thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Congrats on your new deal, Dan. We're Hello, all baby, Dan. Boy, Dan. I'm not done yet, but my I, I I watch all the time, and then when mom, my boy, um, always texts me, he goes, "This is the best show. It's just guys being guys." <laughs> oh yeah. He's the head coach. Of, one of my buddies is the head coach of a baseball team here in Connecticut, Fairfield Ward High School, number one ranked team in the state. Oh, damn good. Ooh, yeah. damn let's good. fucking hit some good wood, boys. All By right. the way, at that lacrosse. I saw with a for the brand bucket hat, for the brand shirt, and I cannot confirm, but I think for the brand shorts. I don't know if there are shorts, but black, black, black. Yes, what? in the lacrosse world, we need to talk a little bit more about lacrosse. Yeah, let's I go. Yeah. PLL's coming back soon. Yeah, it is. Sporting yeah. future. Uh, mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, last question for me, and then the boys have a couple. Dan, we appreciate you taking time here from your kitchen. It appears. Um, a lot of quarterbacks not showing up at OTAs. It's obviously a conversation around a couple of the quarterbacks, but it feels like this has become a new trend now. Do you think COVID expedited this entire process? If quarterbacks not wanted to do OTAs, if they're in a system they know and a building they know for a long time, or do you think this is more so than just quarterbacks? It's almost all players that don't live in the city of their teams are kind of taking advantage of their off seasons a little bit more than they had in the past. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything. Certainly COVID kind of made everybody realize there's more, maybe more of an efficiency um, to be able to work. You can kind of have the opportunity to be a part of the team and, and continue to be a part of meetings virtually while still being at home. And uh, maybe you don't live in the city that you play in. I also think most of these quarterbacks, if not all, either have their own workouts set up somewhere with their receivers where they're all going to a certain location or the receivers are coming into where their quarterback lives or they're all going to where maybe the receivers are. So I think that's a little bit, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, way too much is to kind of made out of it. I also say this, dude, like the OTA practices are very different nowadays. You know, it's the, the strain on the body is a little bit less in – March, April, and May than it used to be. So I think the whole OTA, like Aaron Rodgers not being at OTAs, everyone has made a big deal. And I'm like, God bless, dude. Like Aaron, the Tom, Kyler, Lamar. I think basically yeah. is Stafford at him? Is Stafford at OTAs? Yeah. My thing with Lamar not being there is what, what does Lamar need to be there? In, we don't play a game for four months. He, what, Kyler, I, I could sit here and say maybe because I think their offense is going to be very different without DeAndre and – you know, there's been a lot of, I guess, non-positive stuff out of their organization, you know, when it comes to Trey maybe Holly. directly tied to him in the relationship yeah. over the past two months. No, they're but all the other yeah, stuff, Steve Kahn. relax. Steve Kahn's always said that. Yeah. I think most people underestimate how long 
training camp. Life in the NFL is annually. It's like, dude, you start, as you know, really the third week of July. And if you're on a good team, you're going to at least mid-January, if not February. Like, it's exhausting mentally. Yeah, not only that, it's like, can I not learn more from this guru that is only caring about my body, my well-being, as opposed to an entire team structure? Not that strength coaches aren't great in the NFL. I'm just saying, feels like it, this has been something that players have talked about for a long time. Like, not going to the voluntary stuff this year, not going to the voluntary stuff. And then everybody's kind of shamed into going to the voluntary stuff. Now yeah. it feels like more players are taken out. And there's a lot of great quarterbacks that aren't at OTAs. Seems like only a couple of them get chatted about. Yeah. Uh, the boys have a couple questions for you you dan is that okay i love it what a long weekend this guy had yeah, just sitting yeah. in here answering our questions Jeez. go ahead ty yeah dan speaking of that i feel like a lot of people are taking shots at rogers because he hasn't the last couple years do you think it's different for a guy like him where most of the guys he's going to be throwing to this year are rookies or is it same deal like he's good enough where when he gets there like they're going to have plenty of time to kind of put everything together yeah, I think there's plenty of time. And, I, and my point has been this time with it. Like, first of all, if you're Christian Watson, so everyone really gets an understanding, and Pat could speak to it a little bit too, of like what's it like to go in? When you're Watson, you go into your offseason in May and June, and you're basically learning how to crawl. You know, it is, you're, hey, where do I stand in the huddle? You know, it, and that's different locations, by the way. You know, what if there's three receivers in the game versus two receivers in the game, and people might think that's a small thing. It is, but it still takes reps to do. Does Aaron Rodgers need to be there? Because all he's going to do is get frustrated. And then you're hearing, okay, what does the formation tell me? Where? So, and there's there's hundreds of variables attached to the formation. So let's let him learn that stuff before we ever ask him to do football 701. So where do I line up with the formation? What's the play call? Does this tag and this play call change X burner post from X burner post on a normal split, which is maybe out the numbers to minus two. Mm. So there's so many different things that that young receiver needs to just learn before it's even worth Aaron Rodgers being there. Because all that's going to happen right now, if Aaron is there, in my opinion, is one, Aaron's going to get frustrated because it takes time for these guys to learn it. And then two, the young dude, Watson, is going to become so overwhelmed with information, you'll never be able to know what he's like physically until next year because his brain is is so consumed by information. So I think it's like, let's really give these dudes the foundation so when Aaron comes in, he can say, hey, on this route, I know the paper says this, but against this coverage, see it the way I'm seeing it, and instead of doing you know, maybe a lean out, you turn back inside, and then Watson will be like, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. So I just think it's, again, a way bigger deal than it really is. No, it's being made out to be a way bigger deal than it really is. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not, not, not a bad thing if they're together. I assume they'll hang out at some point. Mm -hmm. But also, right. talking as if the whole team's going to fail because of it is just such a, a like right-now conversation. Training camp's so long, isn't it? I mean, I feel like guys are able to build up a lot of in the in the summer and training camp and everything. Like these OTAs are starting to get laughed at almost. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Dan. Now that Mac Jones is coming into his second year, he's not like competing for a job. Well, he can win of, with him. Yeah, you can. yeah. Well, that's why that's what I need to know is that now that it's his team, isn't it a little different because last year he's kind of like you know glad to be there, but now it's you know his show to run. Do you think that kind of helps the Patriots as a whole going into camp, and do you think he'll have more say because he has that one year of experience in McDaniel's offense? Yeah, I think he definitely has more say. Um, 
But I think New England is that type of place and Mac is the type of player where it's like a daily basis, right? And you almost have to earn your opportunity to share your viewpoint on whatever play it might be or, or, or concept it might be or what you guys want to do on a daily basis. And you've got to earn that. It seems that way that Belichick runs his program like that. I honestly Problem. believe that the great majority of people in New England believed it was going to be Mac Jones last year anyway. Um, I think it, you know, once you, they got around him and realized how smart he was, how mature he was, how competitive he was, that they thought it was going to be his team last year anyway, obviously his play last year. This is what I would say where, where Mac Jones' greatest growth needs to come from. Um, number one, like really being good at um, third down situations when you can't be – Hey, New England does such a good job of making formations look the same and action post-snap look the same that it's not necessarily, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, standing over the ball as a quarterback and feeling good, like, all right, I got them here. Like, I, I, they, they don't know what I'm doing, and I know what they're doing. Some, some of the third down stuff, you know, where, where hey, you just got to drop back and play football, and no one's going to be open necessarily easily, so you're going to have to make some really difficult throws um, or move. I think that'll be where Mac – can and if he does makes the, his greatest growth um and then they got to stay healthy on the perimeter you know they, they those receivers that they have have to stay healthy for you know the great majority of the year yeah and is it so big worry that bill belichick's the offensive coordinator absolutely i, I i've been that way i thank you just spit on the history of football sometimes <laughs> Oh, dude. Greatest yeah. GM and greatest coach in history. You think he just doesn't have a clue what he's doing? No, his defense. No, I didn't say he doesn't have a clue what That's he's doing. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what you're saying. You're every saying day. he doesn't have a clue what he's doing. Bill Belichick has no idea what he's doing. Dak Prescott can't complete a fucking pass. Nope. Nope. Bill Belichick has no idea what he's doing. No clue. And lacrosse is nothing compared to hockey. Man. Because of this thing right here. Goddamn gorgeous. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Beautiful. It is a pretty trophy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough too. It's gritty. Mm-hmm. This thing's been there, done that oh, with yeah. basically yeah. everything, all over the country. Literally everything. What's that? Must, must be from the Northeast if it's tough and gritty. Hell yeah, I agree. Boo! I mean, the Northeast. Yeah, it's from Detroit, Dan. You know that. It's not not a chance. Definitely not. Rock I love baby. Detroit. Do you? I love Detroit. Why is that? Where's, Where's what? Where's Ty from? Iowa. Great state. Never been there, but it's a great state. <laughs> Goddamn right. Right. right? That's what you sounded like, Clyde, right there. Great state, right? I mean, corn, fucking Hawkeyes, right? <laughs> Probably some good yep. golf. Dallas Clark, right? Pat Anger, right, right, right. Good. <laughs> Did I ever feel you went on the Clyde Christensen story real quick one time that I had with him? I, I love Clyde. Love Clyde. Who doesn't love Clyde, by the way? Sounds like you. Nicest made. guy in the world. Like, literally nice. 2011. Oh, this sounds like you. I'm playing right like this is um this is the year that Peyton's not not playing right the neck 2011 um last game of the year my kids were just born so my kids were born on Wednesday remember we we Triplets. had the game winner on Thursday we played my kids were born on Wednesday morning ripped them out of my wife's belly let's go kids time to get out um so <laughs> they were born Wednesday morning Wednesday night I fly back to Indy whatever whatever so we're going down to play Jacksonville I have I'm in like a disaster and i'm like sitting down with clyde about what to call what to not call in the game i'm like listen clyde if we are backed up in the end zone not a favorite spot of mine or back <laughs> like near the goal line don't call any sprint out to the left on third down no 
No sprint out to the left on third down. I don't care what any other call you play. Don't call sprint out to the left on third down. Very first third down of the game. Right, right. Third and six. Sprint out to the left. And I just sat there. I'm like, God bless Clyde. I told you don't. Well, guess what happened on the play? You, what happened? I don't remember. I threw an interception. <laughs> what? Clyde was like, right, we're going we're gonna to face his fears. Right, right, right first one. Right. You know what he doesn't right. want? We're going to. I want you up and come downhill, Clyde. I hate that. I'm not an athlete. Don't call us around, right out to the left. Sprint out to the left. Throw a pick. We lost the game. No big deal. I think I, um, I think somebody took a punt back to the house of me on that game, too. I believe Was it that. a bad punt? I think so, yeah. Pretty a sure. Time? That was last game of the year, right? We win that game, we probably don't get luck. Last game of the year. If we win, we don't get Andrew Luck. Yeah, so like the punt return, I I just assumed I was giving it you know yeah. to the people hey, of Indy. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were talking about that suck for luck campaign, and everybody in the in the locker room was like, "Suck for luck, we're just trying to keep our jobs around." Here. What are you talking about? And then somebody yeah, takes the punt and, back on. Zero and thirteen. The last thing I'm thinking about is sucking for Andrew Luck. Yeah, this guy is just trying not <laughs> yeah. to delay his ESPN career yep. as far as possible. I really thought that that year with what you were able to do with our team, it was really going to propel you. You know, into the thing. It was probably the sprint out left. Yeah. <laughs> out. <laughs> Last question here from Tone Diggs. We appreciate you, Dan. Uh, Dan, speaking of sprint outs and, and athletes, a quarterback, let me give you a hypothetical, okay? Say a quarterback's taken number two overall. Rookie season happens. Second season, they're number third in QBR. They go to a Pro Bowl. And then a terrible coach and a terrible, terrible environment in the locker room ruins him. For a couple years, and then he goes and sits behind uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league on a Super Bowl contender, and then a, another team gives him a contract to be their starter. Where would you put him on your win with, win without quarterback list? All right, two things before I answer that. Number, we one, don't have that much time. Your beard looks majestic. Thank you. The, great, you look like Zach Brown. Um, let's go. <laughs> I've got some good friends that live down the street. I got a good-looking woman with her arm around me. Here's small town where it feels like home. I got everything I need and nothing that I don't hold. Oh. Second best song I've heard today behind the 100 days. Still out of Anyways, Thank great. You, Got about a great. minute. Um, I think Mitchell Trubisky would would fall into the category of the unknown right now because we don't know kind of what he's going to be. But if he plays as good as he can, and that, that one year in Chicago ish, I think he's a win win with guy. I don't think he's a win because of guy. Well, damn, man. I'll take it. Burial. Like we could win with that. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, I guess. Two forty four, pure steel. Right he does now. look very good. I can't wait to see what that team looks like, especially with them saying Kenny Pickett wasn't drafted just to sit around for a long time. Who knows what's going to take place there around the NFL? We will continue to listen to this man break it all down for us. And remember, Dan, your thoughts have weight. So let's think about that whenever we're just trying to troll the internet with some of the shit we're doing. All right? I'm not trying to troll. I'm just trying to do my job as well as anybody in the world. Thanks, bud. We're proud of you. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Orlowski. Yeah, Joining us now, uh, an incredible man who has won a college football national championship, Whoa. a Super Bowl championship, a Ryder Cup championship, huh. a COVID survivor, but he has never been in the same room as this thing nope. because uh-uh. he's not here. He's in an attic in Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hall. Yeah. AJ, you see this thing, AJ? I did. What? 
how did this come about? How long have you known that this was going to be in studio? Just a few days. And just so happens to be CFO Phil's day here for the first time in a couple of months, <laughs> which is also quite a coincidence. But CFO Phil was a part of the arrangement of getting this thing in here. Got a text from him, said, would you want the Stanley Cup in the studio if you could? I said, excuse me, the actual Stanley Cup? Yes. Is that possible? Yes. Boom! It's here Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. Lord Stanley Cup's here with two gentlemen named Mike and Matt in the back. One wears gloves whenever he picks this thing up. Mm -hmm. I hugged it with my bare hand. Not allowed to pick it up or hoist it unless you win it, AJ. Not allowed to hoist it unless you win it. That's how, but you can touch it if you haven't won it. Yeah, yeah. I put my yeah. arms around it. Mm -hmm. Put my big cool. arm around it like this. Is this normal? Like, do they go around during the playoffs and is this like a promotional thing with it? I believe this thing is always on the move from what we heard. A lot of planes, this thing. Yeah. Too many. This oh, thing. yeah, I've seen. They got a big old case they carried around, right? Oh, big yeah. Big old uh -huh. case. Yeah, the case is not yeah, under here. Armed? I hope they're armed. The, well, I'll tell you what. We learned a lot about the traveling of the uh, Lord Stanley's Cup here. Yeah. Much different conversation to be had about it, but this thing's always on the road. This thing, mm -hmm. always on the road. Yeah, I believe it should have a first class seat everywhere. It should. It should. I don't know if it always does, which is a little interesting because I've been yelling about Laura Stanley's Cup coming back home to Pittsburgh for a long time. This thing's all over town. That's yeah. right. This thing's all over the place, and it should be, by the way, because it is glorious. It is beautiful. The Eastern Conference has Patty fucking Maroon oh, and the Tampa mm. Bay Lightning squaring off against the khakied wearing New York Rangers, and in the West, the Avalanche take on McDavid and the Oilers and what should be a high-flying affair. Who will go home and bong beers out of this Stanley Cup? TBD. That's why they travel with it, by the way, to make sure everybody knows what they're fighting for. It's real. Hell yeah. That makes sense. How how long until they run out of room, though, with all the names? So funny you say that. We actually got a full lesson in this thing from our guy named Mike, who has flowing hair, mm -hmm. who uh, travels with this. Every 13 years, one layer of the cake is moved up, and then it just becomes the name of the team in the year, as opposed to all the coaches, players, front office folk, anybody right. that is deemed eligible or good enough to be on the Stanley Cup. So each year, 13 years, boom, 26, boom, 39, boom, 52, boom, 65, boom. Then you go up there. You know what I mean? Yep. So the Red Wings, for instance, all around the top, it just mm -hmm. says Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Then the last 65 years, yeah. not Jack, all diddly, no shit. Bye-bye. Detroit Red Wings on there. Anyways, that's how it works. That's how it operates. We just learned that everything is hand-chiseled in, too, you know? So you see the human of it all. Like the, are they training like the next person in line? Like how many people are qualified to do that by hand? I don't know. The couple back in the day couldn't spell shit. Yeah, either. there's tough. a couple of words spelled wrong back in the day. There's a Q in the middle of Boston at one point. Mm -hmm. wow. Oh no! What the hell? What are you implying? Over oh there? no! Oh, what are you implying? Oh, oh, what was, was that? Whoa! It was always come on, con man. Those people still exist. They still exist. Uh, no, I have no idea. Exist. But anytime a random Q just pops up, you can't help but immediately think. What's going on? What the hell is that about? If that's the case, we better win the next 10 goddamn Stanley Cups. It was up here, though. They're about to move that thing right up there. So they're going to re-chisel. Hey, Mike. So they got to re-chisel everybody's fucking name every year because they move it up one, right? Every 13 years? No, they just uh, move the band up. The band, they don't have to re-chisel or re-put the names on it. They just bump it up and then take the other band off on the top. Oh, same size, all of this. It's mm. not getting smaller as it goes up. Like, I'm feeling it. Like it, a pyramid. Yeah, this is the same size, every single one of those things. Yeah, it won't get any bigger. Mike, how many uh, 
How many people? Mike, Mike's hair is unbelievable, by the way. Dude, That's yeah. what I said. Yeah. I led off with that, right? He's sitting in Gumpy seat too. Vastly guy. different. Uh-huh. Vastly different lettuce between <laughs> Gumpy and Mike. Both incredible dudes, though. <laughs> Mike, how many trips does this thing take during the playoffs, or is this all year it's on the road? It's on the road over 300 days a year. Uh, we do 100 days with a winning team. Each member of the team gets to have a day with the cup wherever they live in the world. Hockey's such an international game that any given summer, we are literally around the world. And you travel with it everywhere? Not all of it. No way. I'd be dead. <laughs> but most of the parties, though, you have been to? I'm at the parties. Yeah, I'm there. Like oh, yeah. in people's houses and basements. Yeah, and the houses, the homes, uh, everything. Right. Yeah, we're there Did the whole 24. Does he spend the night? 24-7 we're with it. Were you at Mario's pool? Uh, I've been there. Yeah, we got it out fairly quickly. But yeah, it, it did ball. happen. How about when Ovechkin was on that magical run? Were you with him for that? He was on. He made... I became an Ovechkin fan yeah. because of what he was doing with the cup. Were you? He just asked if he's allowed to talk about this. Were you with Ovechkin while he was Yeah, I don't have headphones, so I'm never been tired of team hearing you. But you said talking about Ovi. I mean, Ovi was uh, awesome. I mean, from the night they won it in Vegas to uh, bouncing around there and then bringing it back to D.C. and uh, just having a lot of fun with the community and the fans and everything like that. He, he was awesome. And he was awesome with the cup. He had a lot of fun, but he treated the cup with respect. So that was awesome on our part. That's what's all about. Yeah, let's go, Ovechkin. Nobody has more respect for the cup than Sidney Crosby, obviously. Well, obviously, Sidney Crosby has the most. What, what does Sid do with this? Just practice? Does he work his dangles around it? Does Sid have any uh, stories with this thing? Yeah, he did. Uh, he flew in on a military chopper into Halifax with it and uh, landed in the uh, kind of the downtown core and then had a massive parade through the streets of Halifax and, uh, okay. uh, and then had a big party back at his uh, summer house uh, with his friends and family. Oh, wow. What's the most obscene thing you've seen done with this thing? The what, sorry? Obscene. No Ob- comment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Again, things are pretty good. We live in a world where can't, everybody's got a camera, so things like that can't happen. Yeah, anymore. but how long have you been doing this? 23 years. Okay, oh, okay, so you were a part of the times where there wasn't yeah, a camera. Yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> Social media and Mike's like, the, these Stanley Cup celebrations have really dialed down. Uh-huh. Seems like from the good old days back in the day. It's beautiful, though, AJ. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that there's dents in it. You know, we talked about this in the first hour, but it feels alive. You know what I mean, AJ? Like, it feels like it is something that is alive and evolving, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense or not. It absolutely makes sense. I think it's cool that, I mean, I would assume they're going to always continue to do this this tradition where every player that, or every person, I guess, that's part of it gets to take it for a day. I think it's, it's what if they did that for the Super Bowl trophy, if they made one like that? What's up, AJ? <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> What's going on, bro? It might be a replica. It's this not. Is not it's not. What you say? I'm saying for the screenshot, it could be. Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> you watch your eye. Watch your eye. Yeah, I did hit myself right in the face. I haven't done this in a while. Oh, there's things in here. Yeah. What's in there? Bobby Orr. The Wanderers defeated Kenora 12 to 8. Oh, those are the hidden games. March 25th, 1907. In My the, God. 1907. 1907. The t- in the thing. In the thing. Damn, you're 100 years. All right, let's dive into it. Um, let's talk, by the way, thank you to Stanley Cup. Thank, thank you, Stanley. Stanley. We're fighting for you. Yeah. Every day with our sticks and our ice. Oh, yeah. And our passion and our grit. What? And our stick to What? We're trying to win you, try to bring you back to the south side. What? what? Which Mike has done many laps around, I think, with this thing. Mm-hmm. You've been to Club Diesel, Pittsburgh? No. Yes. Uh, yes, my, you have. He's lying. What's that all about? He's lying. I've been there with this thing. No, we haven't. Honestly, I haven't been there. No, right. That's Regina. Oh, okay. You got Mario's, at least, uh, which is a bar. Yep. Not Lemieux's. Yep. 
Okay. Okay. Right. So maybe I was a little mistaken. Maybe we were at these. We want to Uh Whatever the case, let's talk about the NFL. Jeremy Fowler of the ESPN is reporting that teams are looking to spend five to six million dollars on Baker Mayfield. It might. Dan Orlovsky said maybe they'll give up a sixth round pick for Baker Mayfield. We'll pay you less money than we're paying Mitchell Trubisky, and we'll give up something less. Then a six-round pick, which is a punter almost, or a kicker, to pick up Baker Mayfield. He has to be taking this all in and just stacking chips, I would assume. It's not easy for him to be quiet through all of this. How do you see it panning out? What does Ohio think? Is Ohio Turner back on Baker? Are they already passed him, AJ, you think? I don't know. Honestly, I think people are torn still. They want to see what Deshaun looks like on the field, I guess, and also what happens with all of his off-the-field stuff. Uh, But, yeah, I feel like – yeah, I live in Ohio. There's not a ton of Browns fans around me. It's mostly Bengals. Obviously, it always has been. But now with Joe Burrow and what they've done, I think even more people have jumped on, jumped on the bandwagon. But I think people, yeah, have kind of moved on from Baker around around the Browns. And that's the entire NFL, by the way. You're a piece of gum, okay? And once your flavor has run out, they'll spit that gum out. They'll go right into their back pocket. They will pull out another one, unwrap it. Oh! It's cheaper, too. They tell you, that is literally what people do in the NFL. Now, this situation is not the same because Deshaun Watson's getting the biggest deal of mm-hmm. all time. But the new gum is in there. And until that flavor runs out, they will move on. That's why you can't help uh, but, you know, kind of applaud folks whenever they try to get as much money as possible because this could end at any time for anybody. Moving on, Aaron Donald said if this was to end... Not a big deal. I'd sleep easy. I'd be at peace if my career was over. There's some contract stuff that has to get figured out. Aaron Donald was speaking with the I Am Athlete podcast. I don't know if it was I Am Athlete tonight or the I Am Athlete podcast. Maybe both of them. Aaron Donald said that he came into the NFL predicting to play about eight years. Winning the Super Bowl makes him want to run it back. His contract needs to be worked on first. If not, he's at peace with moving on. Aaron Donald is an absolute stud. Obviously, he's a Pittsburgh guy, Mm -hmm. has been lifting since he was 11. People talk about him being the greatest player in the NFL, maybe the greatest player of all time, the way he's changed games. Now he's a Super Bowl champion. He's very well paid. But there's a contract that he has to deal with with the Rams. There's no way they want him just gliding off into the sunset after what they were able to accomplish and finally getting a quarterback in Matthew Stafford, right? No, there's no way they're going to let him go. And I saw something. What's he getting paid this year? It's nothing compared to what like the highest paid defenders are. So, yeah. His contract, they're going to have to step it up. But it's also a great, a great negotiating tactic. Yeah, and I believe him. Like, hey, I've done everything. I've proved that I'm the most dominant dude in the league for a long time. I'm cool walking away. So the, the team has to be like, hey, I don't know if he's 100% serious, but we need to sure as hell make sure that he does not go anywhere. So let's find a way to make him happy. Hey, we don't have to restructure the contract. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, we don't? No, not at all. All right, I retire. Yeah. <laughs> Calling it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All good. Yeah. I'll, I'll and he's in, like, is he in his prime? I mean, I feel like he's in his prime still. Yeah. I think he'll oh, be in yeah. his prime for the next 10 years with how much he works oh, yeah. out and the way he works out. You know, like, I think his prime is getting extended. I assume Instagram videos of Aaron Donald just doing Aaron Donald stuff will do very well. Mm-hmm. He'll be able to make money post football with the connections he's probably made. He's Aaron Donald, so he can get into any conversation he wants to get into because of the dude he is and how good of a football player he is. I love the fact that he is completely okay. Okay with retiring. You know what? Hey, why don't you make it fucking worth my while, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you make it worth my while, McVay, huh? Why don't you? You want me to come back? Cool. I'll come back. I'm okay. They with have both. to, and they have no other option. They absolutely have to make it worth his while. I'll go right down to I Am Athlete. I'll be with Brandon Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Everything I do in this gym will get millions of views because I am an absolute freak show uh, athlete. <laughs> 
Make it worth my while. You want me to come back, line up in training camp against two, 300 pounders every single day of my life. I'm already a Super Bowl champ. I've already cemented my legacy. I'm a Hall of Famer. I've done everything I wanted to do. Told my dad he can mm -hmm. retire. Hey, hang up the boots, dad. Took care of my family. You want me to keep going? Make it worth my while, Sean. Make it worth my goddamn while. He just bought a new house, too, in L.A. I mean, what, when he's got A.B.'s his agent now, so I assume A.B.'s going to get him the best contract that he can possibly so get. So he's with Don to Sports. That doesn't mean Antonio Brown is no, his agent. I'm pretty sure that means A.B. is his agent. He was announced. Is he registered with the PA? AB get registered? Like he's he's uh, he's well, certified. Well, uh, don't play yourself thinking AB's gonna play next year. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> he's amazing. He is absolutely amazing. Uh, but Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics who signed with Donda yeah, Sports. Yep. Aaron Donald has signed with Donda Sports. I'm excited to hear how these negotiations go. Who is the acting negotiator? Is it Kanye, who's a great businessman, by the way? Right? We've all heard oh, yeah. and seen the way he handles his business. Are they just gonna acquire other? agencies like a lot of agencies do where they just buy up like actually 15 agencies and like hey now you're with us now you're representing us is that what donna is going to do i guess tbd but aaron donald's going to get a great deal if donna sports works on a deal it's going to be a great deal because aaron donald's already said if it's not i won't play i'm cool with not playing and nobody wants to see that well i think he's only making like 14 and a half or like 14 to five it's a lot of money by the way too somebody that is I hope Kanye is doing it, by the way. I hope Kanye is calling Les Snead, the GM. Hey, uh, Les, we got to figure something out with my boy uh, Aaron. So I, ho I hope he has back a, to me real quick. I hope he has his mask on. Uh -huh. <laughs> I hope he has Face his time. mask on. In person, too. And it's only he only negotiates in person. Gloves, too, like a handshake deal. But <laughs> let me. He's got these new boots. <laughs> let me take these mechanics yeah, off. Let me take these off. <laughs> yeah. Put it back on. That'd be amazing. It changes the game, right? Remember, I think Lil Wayne got into the representation game. I think Jay-Z has gotten mm -hmm. into the representation game. You know, and it's always, like, hired and acquired almost talent it runs it agents and stuff if kanye and ab are walking into les's office i'm fucking here for it yeah it'd be unbelievable and this all but signs you know obj's fate right like if they have to you know pay aaron donald they already don't have that much oh, yeah, money he's coming to the colts now. yeah odell's probably not going back to the rams i don't know if he's going to the colts because i did see he wants to play for bill belichick so maybe he's coming to new england maybe he goes to green bay that yeah right dude he had right. those goat shoes he handed over to tom he's like bring me down tampa well, yeah that's I don't right know if they can do that either what they go to green bay odell honestly Should. why not green bay, green bay. Sounds, yeah. it sounds like that would be a great combination Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham Jr. What? Yeah. I think Odell would be very happy there with what Lafleur would do with them. Man, it, yeah, it, it would be. It could be fun to watch. I hope they're. I hope they're at least exploring that. But well, I'm sure they are. Right? That, I'm sure that's what the Green Bay Packers are doing. They're he, looking into it. He has been linked to them, but isn't it one of those things too where they're saying he's going to miss the first however many months of the season next yeah, who year? Cares? Probably. No, I agree. I agree, and they well, should. Who cares? But. But, yeah, I mean, I f they need to bring him in. They do. Buffalo, unfortunately, makes a lot of sense, too. If nah, the Bills bring they don't have room. A lot of people are wondering if Antonio Brown was going to play football next year. He actually answered that at Fan Control Football this he past did. weekend down in Atlanta, and his answer was this. Is football still important to you, would you say? Obviously, you know, we live the game, but yeah. you can't play forever. I think I'm a great player that done everything in the game. We going to see you playing next season? Nah, don't play yourself looking at me to play. <laughs> okay, so don't play okay. yourself. Okay. <laughs> don't play yourself. Don't be a mark, dude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> don't play yourself. Makes sense. I don't think Antonio Brown's playing next year, although he has everything he said is the truth, by the way. He has accomplished everything you could potentially yeah. accomplish in the NFL. Just like we're talking about with Aaron Donald, you could talk about with Antonio Brown. Now, granted, his exit 
vastly different than what Aaron Donald's would have been. But his resume, his numbers, his championships, like if he was to be done and don't play yourself or look at me to play, he will be in the Hall of Fame discussion five years from now, AJ. Yeah, I would imagine. I haven't looked at his at his whole career stats, but I am. I tell you what, AB, I am going to play myself. I'm holding out hope that AB comes back. Don't play like, yourself. Don't play yourself. I'm going to be on the field again. I really do. Hey, one hundred and forty-four thousand minutes till football. You think Antonio Brown's back? Uh, in one hundred forty-four thousand minutes, absolutely not. But I mean. If you're telling me week 10, some team is like, you know, we need a wide receiver. Fuck it. We're in the hunt. Someone call AB. Let's get this ankle surgery done and let's go on around to the Super Bowl. I was waiting uh, until you came on, AJ, to chat about this. Did you see the masterpiece, the champion of the internet that Connor put into the world last night at 8.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, announcing the fact that 100 days from that exact moment, NFL football would be kicking off on a Thursday night on NBC, I believe, with the Bills taking on the the Chiefs. Rams. Rams Rams taking on the Chiefs. Bills taking on the Rams. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Bills at Rams. 99 days to figure it out. Hell yeah. What you put on the internet last night deserves to be... You know, applauded forever. Thank you. I appreciate that. Shout out to Fox and Zito, too. Show me the ropes on how to figure out the goddamn. When you say division, and you really sell out there and you get like uh, super, super duper exposed Uh on your vocal cords. I am so incredibly proud of you for putting that out there. Honestly, I mean, your brain's a beautiful one. We've been waiting for football for much longer than 100 days. It's just good to finally hit this mark, go into double digits. It feels like it is right around the corner. AJ, your thoughts on the video that he put out there? Maybe that's what we send for the sports Emmys. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I earmarked it to, uh, to make sure I send that to them at the end of this year when we send our clips in for sports Emmy nominations. But I'm glad to see Connor get back into this. I mean, obviously very creative. Like you said, a unique brain that we need to – kind of learn about more i feel like but no. connor used to remember when he said uh what was it bath talk he used to do his bath talk yeah that's during that's the season, season. Yeah. season two is coming oh, up soon. only in season yeah. yeah he's giving out bats in that thing yeah, and do you not see a dry race board right yeah, behind his head tub teaser what the hell dude it's been a while since i've seen the bath talk is it still going on yeah no during the not season not a season succession not happening right now either season no one knows these rules that connor has it's not just connor it's a Common sense. Yeah, what, what do you think we do season one episode? What I'm saying, Connor, I, I like that there's more of these these videos out there of you. I, I urge Let's you play to this, please. to do this. Let's just play the video mm-hmm. for people that didn't see it. I don't know how, yeah. how you didn't see it. I think it's amassed 500,000 views thus far on a couple different social media Jesus. platforms. Deserves to be heard by millions and millions more. Hey, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the announcement that we were just 100 days away from the NFL kicking off from your favorite. Number whatever in the playbook, oh. number probably seven or eight on your in your heart. Yep. One after this though, ladies and gentlemen, Boston Connor. Good sound. Audio is not on. Good sound. Oh, oh no. audio is not on. Audio is not working. Mike, Mike, what the hell are you doing back there? Yeah. That's unbelievable. How come that happens every time we set something up like that? <laughs> well, it never happens, actually. What? Something terrible always he's happens. He's pulled up on Twitter. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. we listened to it pre-show and it worked. And we celebrated. It did. Yeah. How good it sounded. What the hell was Mike doing back there? Well, I don't know. It's either Mike or fucking Matt. Try this one. Ladies and... All right. 
144,000 minutes till football. 144,000 minutes till the NFL. 144,000 minutes till joy. When you watch the boys play ball in daylight, in sunsets, sometimes with cans of Bud Light, in inches, in yards, in late game drives, in 144,000 minutes till football. How do you measure success in a season? How about division? <laughs> How about playoffs? How about Super Bowl champs measuring football? One hundred days till we're out of this hell. One hundred days till the NFL. One hundred days. Here we go. How about it, AJ? That had to take a while, didn't it? A little bit. Took a little bit, but it was definitely worth it. I got a text at um, like maybe 122 or 1222 yesterday, I forget. And I knew that the plan was to put it out by 820 because that is exactly 100 days. So no matter if you're going by his countdown mm -hmm. or everybody else's countdown, they were both on the same page at 820 p.m. Yes. So that was the right time to put it out. I expected him to miss that. I, I thought that deadline was going to miss because there's a lot of editing. Yeah. There's a lot of singing that had to happen. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of cross. I'm, I'm incredibly proud of you. Nicole. Thanks, guys. Okay. The hardest yeah, part is the tracking. Yeah. A minute 30 of tracking is like, it takes so much time. And he fucking killed it. That that's, a baby. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a I really on, man. He lost his guy, Gumpy, to Canada and uh -huh. then just went in there and went to work. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Memorial Day. Oh, I was, no. While I was driving yeah. in. What? It was bad news from the back. Yeah. Alert for that. Play. Immediately yeah, after. Yeah. Immediately. That fast. Well, no, D Darius Rucker said we're allowed to rip whatever, make our own song. Yeah, this was the conversation we had before just because the the background music we had to keep in. No, no, no. We created that ourselves. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we had somebody wow, create that ourselves. The internet can attack the sharks and the jets for giving us a copyright strike. Yeah, on hold that. on. Are you guys going to do a full fucking ant slant on them? Yeah. Because what we just Good question. Did? What the hell? But you created that. America. You, you created that song yourself. Yes, yeah. I did. Who'd you have singing in the background? You went down to Indy 500? Yeah. Indy 500. I also just had a couple people who have nice pipes around that I know that just, you know, they chimed in as well. Yeah. Well, you live with it or die with it. Where is it it come from? Uh, the video or the audio? The whole thing. The, it comes from Rent. It's a uh, play on Broadway. And that was from, uh, the video was from the film uh, Rent that they, you know, made into a big motion picture. We had no chance of getting that one by. <laughs> I've never seen it before, so I just thought it was some rinky dink. <laughs> I've never seen it either, actually. I just, I just knew the song from it. Well, thank you to Rent for spurring the idea. Yep. Shout out, Rent. Thank you, Rent. So, did you get that strike already, just from playing it right now? Yeah. And if we were like, you know, some of these people on the internet that try to get other people to get, be attacked for doing it, we would just rip the entire Rent movie and then try to monetize it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, oh yeah. we're working hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we deserve that money. We ripped the whole movie. Some people. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Fucking asshole. Should we set a claim to them for trying to say that yeah, they have Connor's yeah. voice? Well, True. then we should send them the clip from Darius Rucker saying he could just rip anybody's song. Yeah. Make it. Darius wouldn't lie. Satirical. I thought we had... Uh, uh, parody law. Parody yeah. law. Parody. There it is. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Take him to court. Take the strike down. Yeah. Take him to court.
get to a break. <laughs> we got to go to court. <laughs> By the way, did Johnny Depp win? I don't Still, know. If uh, Still delivered. Yeah. Has not been announced. It's yet. in the jurors' hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That reminds me of the NFL and Gruden. Like, oh, yeah, that man. is. They're not going to want that one. No. When's the next date? It has to be like another date at some point in court. I'm not sure, but I do know that probably Stan the Cuff's not going to be here for it. God damn. Let's take this in every chance that we get, AJ. Do you want to say something to Lord Stanley's Cup while it's here, AJ? Be nice. Nope, nope. I have nothing to say to it. I have a ton of respect nice for the trophy and what it's done. Okay, so you could say it to Lord yeah. Stanley's Cup. Jack Johnson would be pissed if you didn't say something. Nice. Say something. I'll turn off the music so we can hear no, it. Jack would actually probably be upset if I sat here and gave in to your peer pressure to try to give an inspirational not speech peer. to us. Hold the on, hold on. It's not peer pressure. That's all right. It's not peer pressure. All right. It can hear you now. You go first. I already did. Yeah. No, you didn't. First 20 minutes of the show. AJ, will you give the fucking cup a motivational speech or not, dude? Please, I'm holding these headphones up like a doofus. uh, (laughs) Is it Matt or Mike who has the sweet hair back there in Goomp seat? That's Mike. Matt's the one that turned off the show earlier. Hit the button. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think these guys are thinking? Do they have any idea what they were signing up for coming in here? I don't. Listen to this show. No. Listen to you talk about the state. Sold the headphones like a dude. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Like a stooge, dude. Give a speech in a fucking Stanley Cup, please. No, I'm absolutely not. I'm not doing it. You dis- you spit wow. in hockey's face like that? You are spitting in hockey's you face. You get a chance no. to talk to Lord Stanley's Cup, and this is being, what you I, do? I, I, being sarcastic like you are, Whoa. this is you are spitting in its face. Don't be an asshole. So You're a sack of shit, dude. Avalanche might be cursed. One last opportunity. One last opportunity to say something nice to Lord Stanley's Cup while I hold these headphones like a stooge. <laughs> AJ Hawk, do you want to take this opportunity or not? I do not. I you obviously have a ton of respect for the cup. Avalanche. Get to a break. They're doomed. Yep, they're Mike, doomed. take it out of here. I this thing doesn't it. deserve it. We, we don't deserve to have this others. thing. With wow. the way this guy's talking. Despicable. Unbelievable. Let's get to a break. Some people. I'm muting them. Do it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, what he thought. Idiot. Got yeah. It. Yeah. You're welcome, Lord uh, Stanley Cup, for, I guess, shielding you from the toxicity that could have came through the headphones there. We apologize for the disrespect that this fucking Ohio stooge gave you. Unbelievable. You don't deserve that. Is he like a first name, middle name, last, like, Lord Stanley Cup? Is that his full name? Oh, Lordy. Yeah. It's Lordo. Oh, Lordo. Copy. Oh, Lordo here. Mr. Cop. AJ, do you, are you sure you don't want to so take So stupid. <laughs> You're calling what the cup stupid now? You? Why are you calling it stupid? <laughs> the cup is amazing. You just said what, what you Lordo? are doing. <laughs> what, oh, fucking what take it easy on Lordo. Oh, fuck. God damn so it. disrespectful what you all are doing and talking over me, so my my mic is muted anyway. Oh, oh, fuck okay. Okay. Lordo's jet lagged. You're Lordo's doing this to him. Do I answer some phone? Lordo is jet lagged. Yeah. This thing's been on a road. Yeah. It's hard that Mike and Matt have to have to witness this. This is not their normal. Wow, Matt's not going to witness. He turned off the show in the back. I, I mean, there is something about Lordo sitting right here, though, and you decide not to say anything to it. You're going to, hey, you're going to, you're going to regret this day. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. You'll hey. rue this day, Hawk. You will. For the cup. I might. You're right. I might. Joining us now is a man who I would love to see be a Top Gun pilot. A man yeah. whose name is on Lord Stanley's cup. The same cup that AJ Hawk decided to spit on earlier. Mm-hmm. This man's name is on and will be for at least 65 years. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Stanley Cup champion, Mike Rupper. Yay, Rupper! What's going on? Did Quite you? The day. 
the cop, man. I, I woke up seeing that news. I didn't know this is unbelievable. Dude. You guys got the cop there, man. Hey, we got the fucking cop here. Yeah, yeah. Lordo in the house. Rob, you're on there. Lordo it's Stanley Cup came in this morning, 11 o'clock or whatever, with Mike and Matt. We saw your name on there. One of the first things we looked for was your name on there. Still on there. Still beautiful. Did you get a chance to hang out with this? And was the uh, was the Stanley Cup glove guy there with you whenever you were having a good time with it? <laughs> Mike had a big yeah. Yeah, so there's uh, there's a crew of uh, over the years. It's been a few different cup keepers, and uh, they're always great, man. And hey, that's who you should you should be getting these guys on the show to tell some stories. I wow. mean, they got stories galore. I'm sure. Wow. So uh, the one you know, turned off our fucking show. Yeah. And the other one <laughs> said, "Well, social media's changed it all. You know, he's not as many good stories, but he started to open up a little bit. Good guys here, though, with uh, Lord Stanley's cup." Yeah, they're awesome, man. Yeah, so I, I everyone gets their their day or their twenty four hours with the cup, and I I got mine, and uh, yeah, something you'll never forget, man. It's so cool. It's like the key to everything. Anything you could possibly think of doing, guys, or they have the ability to do that thing. Is like you, people. Some people don't even know what the cup is, right? But they see this coming into a restaurant or an establishment, and it's like it's a it's a showstopper. I mean, you see it right there. Like that thing is just something about it. Um, I don't think you have to even know hockey, and, and you're like, "What the heck's going on here with this thing?" So it's pretty sick. On a much smaller scale, <laughs> you know, I would walk. I walked around the Bahamas with this thing mm-hmm. on. People thought I was an actual champion, and I am. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I couldn't even fathom if we were to walk into that same casino that we walked in with this thing with Lordo. Oh, yeah, God. how we would have been treated. Did, do you get like you prepare your whole life? I assume for that 24 hours. How long in advance do you have? Uh, do, how do they schedule it? And what did you do with your 24 hours with Lordo here? Yeah, so, um, no, it's, uh, I was a rookie. So I was, you know, sometimes you can get, maybe some of the veteran guys, the captains, maybe they get a little bit longer, right? But I was pretty pretty well slotted in. It's like, you got 24 hours, like, on the butt. You know, you're a young guy. So if, everybody, if everybody's going to get it, it's going to be the veteran. So, um, you know, it's funny, though, because it's it's like where it's coming from. It's nuts. So they're like, all right, well, here, here's the gist. It's going to be over here in Czech Republic, and then we're going to get it. And then when it comes back stateside, and it's going to, so it's looking like it's going to be right here for you. So you, you try to make all these arrangements and schedules. I mean, people have done, you know, these big extravagant parties, and you get bands, and you, you just, everybody that meant anything to you in your life, you do some stuff for the public as well. And, uh, but anyway, so yeah, I got it in Cleveland. Uh, it was kind of funny, though, because I, I the, at the time, there was a show called NHL Cool Shots, and oh, uh, yeah. it was a show where sweet, sweet uh, it, they they had uh, they followed me around for the day and kind of documented the day with the cup. So it's funny because like uh, you know I was I was young I didn't have my own house yet I would just turn kind of pro and I was renting a house during the season. So my cup party was at my my parents' house back in Cleveland, and so they uh, you know woke up in the morning woke up in the morning and they were like. Uh, uh, the the cop came and they're like, hold on, hold on, are we gonna get the cameras? Can you can you reenact oh. receiving the cup for the first time? That's I'm like, cool. we're we're doing this, okay? So uh, they go out. It's like this. Oh man, you got to see the 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 footage of it. Oh, it's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. I'm, I'm, they they're like, just wait out by the curb. And the, the TV show is like, just I'm looking at my watch. I'm like looking down the street for the vehicle oh, no. coming. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> also, so then the cup, the cup comes, and uh, you know, it's you got to fabricate and try to get all excited again after we already, blew, you know, blew our lids off when we first saw it. But it was awesome, man. I remember 
you know, you, we had uh, just going around doing all the things, right? I went back to my high school. Uh, we had a big thing at the high school for all the the, the sports uh, programs, and uh, that meant a lot for me and all the people that have, have you know, been fans of mine uh, or supporters, I should say, growing up, man. I, you know how it is. You're never going to yeah. make it without the people around you that are supporting you. So uh, I did take it to Cleveland Browns training camp. Uh, that was kind of uh, – that was hey, cool Hey, Lorna, this is how losers operate. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I thought I'd throw – just let them know. With the, give them a little taste. You know, <laughs> give them a little taste. But, uh, you know, it was cool. I went to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We had a big party at nighttime. Um, so it was it was awesome. It was uh, it was quite the experience. Rupper, without naming any names, like are there any crazy stories you've heard about like someone that, I don't know, did thought they dented the cup or had something crazy happen with there it? There is dents yeah. in this thing. Yeah. So, so these guys, like it's pretty incredible when you get them to talk about it and uh, – Oh my gosh, they're gonna. Uh, what's it called? Uh, well, the the the. Well, what would you guys call it? It's, it's not like uh, Lordo. the the people who uh, blah 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 that uh, are taking care of the cup. It's in Montreal. They in Montreal. Matt, it's, the handlers? Is that what you guys nah, call you, yourselves? What is it? Uh, the they take of the it, cup. Don't they have a spot a place in? What Montreal do you call it, Mike? It to to get Say, Mike. What is it? Yeah, Boffy Silversmith, who does all the names on the cup. Is that what uh, Mike's talking about? Is that what you're talking think, about? Yeah, I think so. It, it does. He does names up there, but isn't that isn't that Mike where they there's uh, um, repairs and stuff? Like in the course of a summer, when you guys got to get it repaired, where yeah, is yeah, it? they yeah they they do all the names on it. They take it apart. They uh, do any work because uh, it gets a lot of wear and tear over the summer, as Mike can attest to. And they also make all the miniature trophies that Mike has. All like whether you win the Stanley Cup, the Prince of Wales, the Conn Smythe, they make all those trophies and give them out to the teams too. You're telling me there's. There's baby Lordos? <laughs> no. There's yeah. baby Lordos? Oh, oh my god, how much do those cost? Yeah, I won't. won't. Sorry about it. Yeah. Go ahead back to your- So so we all got we all got like one of those too. But anyways, the cool part of, the part of with it is when I got the cup, it was coming from I think Patrick Eliash had it over in check. And there was something I might be getting the story a little bit messed up, but Patty wanted to maximize his time with the Stanley Cup, so he chartered a helicopter and went to maybe i think it was like with uh richard smalek or whatever in slovakia so he went over he helicopter and, and apparently what i was told is they were hoisting the cup into the helicopter and someone dropped it and it cracked the top of the bowl so it had this crack in it so when i got the cup they were like uh uh Hey, just we got we haven't had time to get this thing fixed. So instead of holding the cup, you know, normally you hold one hand on the base, one hand inside the cup. He's like, they're like, try to hold it on the neck a little bit. So you're you're doing like a usually you see guys throwing it around like this, right? But I you had to like pull your hand like this. So I went to when I was at the Browns training camp, and we have all these dudes coming up there, and I felt like the most non-athlete in the world, seeing these dudes are just chiseled, no shirts on, coming down, just grabbing this thing, throwing it around like this. I'm like, um. Yeah, I think we need to hold it by the. I'm like, no, nah, dude, I'm not telling him this. I'm like, I'm not telling him all this. So, uh, but it, it lasted. But you hear some stories, man. There's been it's been at the bottom of pools. Uh, there's been stuff, you know, eating out of it, drinking out of it. There's what? been dogs eating, you know, their their food out of it. There's, dogs? Yeah, man, they clean all this thing up, but it's it's amazing. Just do they the give you any rules, Rupper? Do they tell you what you can't do with it? Uh, you know what? They're pretty good with it. I think they're just like, you know, common sense. I'm sure that these guys can tell you there's probably been situations in the past uh, where they've learned from. And it's kind of, yeah, you know how it is. Like, it's, uh, someone will ruin it for someone else, right? But, uh, you know, most of the time, it's like you know, these 
these benders uh, for these parties, like, get to a certain point, and you should probably, you know, a like, cup's going to go away for a little bit, you know? Like, oh, I it feel needs like a little snooze. Yeah. 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 What it's, does Lord dream, dream of when it takes a Stanley snooze? There's a dream exactly. of mauling zebras or hockey players while they're slamming booze. Well, don't you worry, you little Lord O'Head. We're going to get you back to Mike and your Lord O'Sandy, bitch. Right. Uh, did you drink booze out of it? We all seen the picture. There's an incredible photo of you eating ice cream out of the top of that yeah. thing. I believe we have that in the back. Boom! Yeah, wow. Sweet glasses, too, by the way. Unbelievable glasses. Everybody can eat a little ice cream out of this thing. It looks like it is uh, cookies and cream. Smart choice. I respect that move. Uh, did you yeah. drink out of it as well, or did you only the ice cream? Yeah, no. Uh, you know, it's obviously the, the night of the cup. There, You guys are drinking champagne out of it or drinking anything out of it, dude. You're pouring beers in it. But, yeah, right. yeah. And more at the party, it's more... You know, beers uh, just just well, loaded right. up with beers, and that well, people want to people want to have uh, you know you want to drink out of it. That's the whole thing with the cup, man. Because I remember even that night. Yeah, I want booze out of this thing. Bad. Looking you know, at I, it, want a booze out of it. Yeah, that's that's the part where I remember because we had it was game seven, and when that game ended, it was uh, craziness, right? Like we, uh, we won the cup in New Jersey, and I remember that night it was just so crazy that at the end of the night I'm like, holy shit, I. I never drank out of it. Like, I didn't drink out of it tonight. Like, it was just so much going on. And uh, so we obviously have plenty of opportunities later on because after that, that's the best, man. Like, the days right after the cup, cancel everything you're doing. Uh, You know, it's just basically five, six, whoever can stay involved the longest until guys start departing to their own towns. But, like, you're just staying there as an absolute bender one night after another, and you're just going around and doing whatever you want to do. But you get plenty of opportunities to to drink out of the cup then. We need to be a part of that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With whoever wins it this year. Mm -hmm. Great. You know, hey, I saw Patty. Uh, Patty Maroon gave you the invite from the show the other day. You see that, huh? Hey, hi. Yeah, hey, hey, hi. Who's with there. the boys? Hey, hey. He Maybe was, after we he was, he was floating it out there. Said, "Hey, you guys want to get around a keg? Come down here, and uh, we'll see what happens." So, so I, I don't know what the, what that means though. Like, I should take him up on that, or is that just like a hey, we're friends now? All I'm saying is. You got to cover your bases here. We already know. We already know that uh, with the family here with AJ, you got one. You, so listen, you got four. You got four tickets to a cup party. Okay, one Colorado. It's right there. Boom. Uh, you got that one. Right. right? Hey, good for us, Bob. Yeah, yeah, let's go. You. Thank you, AJ. Thanks. Even though, hey, you need to apologize, AJ. No, no, yeah, that's right. If that happens, you need to apologize for spitting on this thing from Ohio. I'm good. I can't two. wait to hear Rupper's other. Well, you number- <laughs> this guy still does. Number two, number two, That's you got, got Patty Maroon. So yeah. Patty Maroon's your second ticket. Check. So we just you got to find we got to find uh, a path through Edmonton and a path through New York Rangers. And now you got all your bases covered, and it could be uh, the goalie. The, it could be uh, P- PMS at Stanley Cup. That, we that want good. the cup. We want the cup. We want the cup. Well, we got it right now. Well, yeah. we, we want, want a booze out of the cup. We want a booze out of the cup. We want a booze out of the cup. That's what we want to do. Can't hoist it unless you want it. That's right. Hey, but are they going to talk to you if you do? I don't know. He's behind glass yeah. right now. He was yeah. going to sit right here this yeah. whole show. I'm like, you can't sit there. I will literally speak to you the entire time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't do it. You need to keep his eyes on it because if we go to hoist this thing, Mike's I mean, coming through yeah. the glass. Mike's coming through this yeah. glass. Yeah. Shooting you. 
His hair. Did you see this guy's hair, rubber? But <laughs> it's always been. Really? Been a great flow of hair, yeah. Can you cut to that real quick, Foxy? Look at this guy's hair. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. 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 Oh! Oh! He's a, he's a keeper of the cup. Mike, I don't know if Mike can hear me right now, but that's that's even a better main than what it's been, and it's been spectacular for years. Wow, Thanks, that's a nice that's a nice Thanks, blend Mike. right there. So, hey, Mike, let's talk about you real quick. I don't know if he can hear me or not. I think we turned up some uh, noise in the back. You're married to the cup. Hey, you're with the cup all time. This is full time job. It's the best relationship I've had in 22 years. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, Lordo. Loves Lordo. Loves Lordo. I'm happy to hear that. You're always <laughs> with it, though. How many of you are there? There's four of us. Uh, myself and Phil, and then Howie and Mario help out in the summer. Uh, actually, Howie does stuff during the season, too, but there's four of us now. Um, what do you guys do? You guys do, like, nurses? Yeah, like three week days on, on, week off days? kind of thing. A week on the road, a week off the road. Oh, nice. So I average about 200-plus days a year on the road. I made my wow. We Mary. appreciate your service for Lord. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, man. Hey, hey, you know what? Here's the, the one that we always hear, too. It's like this thing going through the airport, like Michael tell you, like it goes through. It, it's like regular security. What? This, what? Thing, this, thing's, this thing's been Excuse lost me? before. It's what? incredible. What Wait, happened? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. How lost? lost, Mike? Now that you're there, I mean, Rupert brought it up. <laughs> this is not us. What happened? What does that mean, what Rupert just well, said I there, mean, Mike? Yeah, it's been stuck in Europe. We're trying to get back to a player in America or in Canada or vice versa. We're trying to get over to Europe, and it gets stuck. Like we, A lot of things changed after 9-11, as we all know, and we don't have the control we used Traveling to Traveling-wise? And so once we hand it to the airline, we've got to trust they do their job. And, you know, as we all know, travel a lot doesn't always work out the way you want. What do you... You just put that thing underneath the arm and walk in there. Yeah. Right? That's why yeah. it's always with me. Doesn't quite work that way in an airport with this cup. <laughs> why not? Um, what, what, what? It's it's Lordo. Lordo. I got yeah. fucking Lordo with me. TSA pre-check for we Lordo. Learned, hey, we learned this earlier today, what mm. you're talking about, what you're alluding to here. And I'll tell you what, really really put us all in a blender whenever we heard this news about what's going on with Lordo. Just traveling around. <laughs> like a peasant. Yeah. yeah. Probably airlines have heard this thing's been on. Probably, hey. What do you stay at? A Best Western with this thing? <laughs> Okay, so I stayed at the best hotels in the world to a place that's like a fifty dollar motel. Like, does this thing get its own bed? Get its own bed? No, I get the bed. It stays in the trunk. Oh, okay. Not the trunk of a car. No trunk. Oh, okay. Trunk. Yeah, the trunk. Trunk. Okay. It's very comfy there. Yeah, it comes into the hotel room with us. We don't leave it in the car. Thank God, Jesus. Never know. Florida. Yeah. Anyways, who's gonna hoist one ace this year? You think? Rangers get a big win in Carolina in front of 20,000 Kaniacs. That's Bye. wild. Uh, yeah. Big time win. Congrats to them. Yeah. Right. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Lightning have been on like a five, six day kind of cruise. A little bit chill. Let's get re healthy. Who do you see here? Tampa Bay going on against the Avalanche? And then we d uh, definitely have a Stanley Cup celebration or no? Um, I, I have Tampa. I had Tampa winning the Cup from the beginning. Yes! Here, so I'm going to stick with it. Um, I, I think that this is a team that. You know what, though? The interesting thing is, is we always talk about sports, right? Like that rust versus rest. And uh, oh. I'm, I'm a little concerned that they've been sitting around a little bit. A little bit. So maybe they won't start the series on time, which oh, obviously no. game one is tomorrow night. But uh, this team is just they're, – they're just something different, man. Like the sacrifices these guys make, uh, they're just complete animals, man. They've, they've won the last two years, and they've just got this this way about them. Guys leaving the ice, coming back, banged up, and just doing whatever it takes to win. So um, it, it's going to be a great matchup. Your boy Shosturkin versus uh, Vasilevsky, 12. two best goaltenders in the world. Um, 
it's going to be a good battle, but I, I just think that uh, Tampa's got that pedigree. I think they'll get it done again. Rupper, who would be the most surprising team out of those left uh, if they won it all? Uh, well, the, the Vegas has has the Rangers, but I actually think Edmonton would be the bigger surprise for me. Um, I, you know, it's I think because of what Edmonton's doing right now. Like, here's a here's a snapshot of what Edmonton's doing for the casual fan that's that's paying attention here, and then for the fan that doesn't even like hockey, I'm just telling you right now. Use this opportunity for what is happening, especially in, in both Eastern Conference, Western Conference. Uh, but go watch the Western Conference Finals. Watch Connor McDavid, please. If you're never going to watch hockey or you never have watched hockey or you just you just like other sports, that's fine. But pay, pay attention to this. Hey, this is what Patty Maroon said too, right? What you're no, watching. like? It's yeah, like you're legitimately seeing Michael Jordan type stuff happening here. You're Whoa. seeing. Tom Brady type stuff. I mean, what Connor is doing right now is out of this world. Like, it's not anything that we've seen. Let's let's use an example. So, the Conn Smythe Trophy for the playoff MVP. There's been years where the Conn Smythe winner has 24 points, 25 points throughout the entire playoffs. Connor already has 25 right now through two rounds. Right? He's he what the way he's operating. Uh, this guy could be on pace for 50-plus points in the playoffs. I mean, it, there's, what he is doing, we have never seen. We, we, we have never seen before or in a long time. So uh, it's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And the star power out in that Western Conference with the, the most explosive team, I think, in the NHL all season long was Colorado. Now all of a sudden, oh, yeah, another guy that's tied with them in points is Leon Dreisaitl for Edmonton. So they got these two studs that are absolutely lighting it up. So... Um, that there's just so much to watch. It's so entertaining. You have no no idea which way it's going to go. But I, I think Colorado is probably most people's favorite to win. So that would lead me to believe oh, okay. yeah, what right you're there. saying. What you're <laughs> saying here, uh, um, AJ. I, I would say that probably Edmonton is, is the toughest uphill battle. But what they're doing right now, I mean, it's they're 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 setting the hockey world on fire so who knows who's long-haired guy from the rangers he also has a shit ton of points i guess here he appears appears to have the puck on a string as well he's he's an interesting skater too he goes like right in front of him Mm -hmm. almost yeah yeah he's an interesting he's awkward almost right isn't he he it's he's uh he's awesome man i love the way this guy plays just a funny story in this one uh the way the playoffs were going he was fairly quiet in round one against pittsburgh and i don't if you guys remember this clip but uh it was in game six he had a breakaway against louis Domingue. right he goes down there makes a nice move but he hits the post and uh so he comes back to the bench and you know how a lot of times we see players now in all sports pull out the ipads right they want to dissect what happened there and so he sits on the bench and he pulls out the ipad and chris Kreider is buddy like these guys are boys right sitting next to him and he grabs the ipad out of mika's hands and just fucking throws it and and i talked to gerard gallant the rangers head coach about it later and he's just like i don't really love when the players go to the ipads it's almost like this uh this security blanket for them like just play and 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 i asked him about like chris Kreider, and, and he was kind of paraphrasing and just said you know what he was just like who the fuck cares, man? Play the game. Like, you're Mika. Like, go play. Go do your thing, you know? And and I love that stuff. Mika, uh, you know, uh, he gets the pad ri- iPad ripped out of his hand, throw down. Mika goes out, gets four points in game six, three points in game seven. Now he's driving the bus for this Rangers team. I love that shit. Just go play the game 
and we're seeing some uh, some of the real ones come out right now. Yeah, he's he's appeared to be unstoppable, and I don't know how I feel. Do I want the team that beat us to win it mm. or not? I would. I would, right? No, because they're no. one of the only four. They're one of the four that we do not get to drink out of the top of sure. Florida's yeah. cup. You know what I mean? So fuck them. Fuck the Rangers. Yep. Fuck them. Division <laughs> rival can't have it. Can't have it. Won't have it. Nick has a question for you, though, Rupper. I know that. He's wearing a Top Gun suit. I he looks know. amazing. I saw that. He nice. does. He does look amazing. When did this happen? I have no idea. The whole show, guys. Pay attention. I just don't think that's true. I don't know. Like, people talk it. about our whole observance. Show. Thank you, AJ. I don't think it's true. You're welcome. AJ, you've come with a lot of energy after this long weekend. And, yeah. Well, you know, well, we don't want to have to talk about it, but you spit in Lordo's yeah, face. Yeah. Just <laughs> respect face. to Lordo. What's up with you, Rupper? How you doing? Shine that thing up, Pat. Well, it works. You're not supposed to touch it with your dirty hands. You need to put gloves on. I had to hey. get your fucking spit off of it from earlier. AJ, yeah. so if, AJ, if I got. He's wearing gloves. You should. What's well, up, I, AJ? I, why, I got some Ohio. I don't know why he's wearing gloves? Guess right. where I took. Guess where I took this thing for breakfast in Ohio. This is a little Ohio throwback. Where's little that? Bob, Skyline? little Bob Evans. Oh yeah, I'm a Bob Evans all the time. Stanley yeah. Cup's first. Evans. Do not claim. <laughs> yes, Bob Evans. Do not claim. That's Ohio right there, all the way through. Uh, Bob Evans. Let's I, do it. I do love that you were at Bob Evans right there, but follow up. Ohio is not Bob Evans. No. <laughs> Ohio Evans. is Bob Evans. It's originated in Columbus. Well, I didn't know well, Robert I'm Evans yeah. is from yeah. Columbus, but I know he has expanded into a national brand, though. Yeah. I think there's some people in Indiana that would say Robert is from right here in Indiana. I'd assume Iowa. Oh, yeah, a lot of Bob Evans, yeah. I think they would do a lot of that. I did not know that Bob I did not know you guys had it out there. Yes. Little God's, what? Little God's country out there for you guys, too. I hey, like congrats it. to Bob. Yeah. I'm a fucking Ohio wow. guy. How about it? There's 788 Bob Evans in the United States. <laughs> 788. 780, 780 in Ohio, probably. Hey, here's a little, here's a little Ohio nugget. Ohio throwback. <laughs> that's what he said. That's a hell of a business. Yeah. Hey, Bob should be pumped. French toast is delicious. So good. Mm. Their biscuits are very good. They got a good yes. B's and G's at Bob and Evans. I mean, really good. Thank God it was really an Ohio treat. That's really not. Nick, any questions? Any questions for old Rupper Hockey Talk? Wednesday nights, must watch every single time. Yeah, Rupper, uh, Nathan McKinnon was asked about Connor McDavid being the best player in the world, and he gave him some some glowing compliments and spoke very highly of him. And uh, when McDavid was asked about McKinnon and the Avalanche, he didn't really say much about Nate. He just kind of talked about the team. He just kind of talked about Ooh. how good Colorado is. A little bit of shade there? Or uh, do these guys not just not care and they're just going to go at it on the ice? Uh, yeah, I don't know. If it, I would doubt if that's intentional uh, as far as that. But, hey, uh, you look for anything you can. So if Nathan McKinnon wants to take it that way or the media wants to take it that way and – and kind of set that up for Nate. I'm sure Nate will take it and run with it. So this time of year, it's like you just want any kind of motivation, extra motivation, right? So uh, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's funny because that is going to be like the big matchup, right? It's it's Connor versus Nate, but there's some other superstars in this series that I think are going to sit there and be like, hey, no one's talking about me, you know? Like let's let's not forget about. Kale McCarr, like what this guy is, you know, and uh, um, Leon Dreisaitl through all this stuff that I was just, I was just tooting the horn of Connor McDavid this whole time and saying that it's it's Michael Jordan asking stuff and and here Leon Dreisaitl's playing with a on basically one foot and he's got the same amount of points as Connor, so 
Uh, there's a ton of weapons. Uh, yeah, but any, this time of year, man, you just look for any kind of any kind of uh, bulletin board or just any kind of uh, motivation that you can use. Even if you got to manipulate, it's like that. It's, remember when we watch? Uh, everyone was watching Last Dance. It's the same shit. Like Michael Jordan was like, I took that personally. Well, fuck. Maybe Nate McKinnon's going to be watch that and be like, you know what? Screw this guy. I'm going to take it to him. And I love that stuff. How about this, Pat Maroon? They said you fucking stink, dude. Yeah. Get yourself another one of these. We, got an egg rig. we heard him say it. The coach walked in while you're eating dinner, uh-huh. just like the Utah Jazz coach did to Michael Jordan, and said, Pat, big rig, Maroon, that American Yankee can't do a damn thing. Right. I heard him say it, big rig. Go fucking bop, 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 bop. Okay, let's go ahead and get one of these, pal. Let's go ahead and stack these chips of spite on the shoulder to see who can bring home Oh Lordo. And all this conversation about Michael Jordan stuff happening around the league with all these different players, that's because Sidney Crosby's up playing. Yeah. Okay. Is that why? One hundred percent. Because he's not playing right now. I mean, yeah. This is this is the next wave. Hey, Sid's still here. Yeah. Sid's still here. Still and he's still dominant. Exactly. Sid's still here. He's still dominant. But um, there's going to be a time where this is going to turn into, you know, this is going to be the league of uh, of of Connor. If it's not already, it's already uh, kind of Ooh. passing in that direction. But uh, you know, you guys all know it. Uh, that Nate, maybe that's your cheering interest here. Nate and Sid are best boys. They train in the summer. So I think a big reason why Nate McKinnon's gotten so dominant in his career is because he's he's got the old sparring partner with Sidney Crosby up there in uh, Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia. And they've been uh, pushing each other for a number of years now. Well, I'm happy you can just give the game away. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Jeez, a little bit more self-centered of Sid would be nice for Pittsburgh. What's going to happen with the Pens? The boys have a lot of questions for you, and I don't want to always turn this into Penguins talk, but is <laughs> Evgeny Malkin going to another team? Is Sidney Crosby done? Are the Penguins dead? What's going on? we got a game in Fenway next season, yeah. and I would like to be a team going in there to beat the shit out of the Bruins no as opposed to potential flip side. I'm just looking ahead now. Um, no, the, the the Pens are still, they're going to have to be creative here. They're going to have to make some tough decisions. Oh, no, hey, it's not good. Hold on, though, hold on. It's a problem. Like when I'm, hey, when hey. I'm talking to these networks, right? They're going they're like, to be We got to get creative to pay you. I'm like, did you say that to Joe Buck? Did you say, <laughs> yeah, no, we got to no, no, get no. creative to pay? Anytime you start right, so, saying we got to get creative, it's not good. No. It's not no, good no, at all. Here's how, here's how you have to be creative if you're the Penguins. They, the, the, the staples that they have, Sid's dominance. Oh, he's still one of the top players. He's still one of the top players the league. Jake Gensel's up there. Tristan is a very good goaltender. Where you're going to have to be creative is, I don't know, are they going to... We already saw they re-signed Brian Rust. I don't know... Evan Rusty! Yeah, he took, by the way, he left a lot of money on the table, so if you're a Pens fan, this guy wants to Thank be in Pittsburgh too. more than anything. Uh, so you've got Latang and Rusty Malkin. Legend, I don't Rusty. know what they're going to do, but even if they brought these two guys back, they still need to do more. Because they've run it back with that same group for a few years, and it hasn't worked. So I think when I say creative is, all right, are you going to bring them back at a certain rate that can allow you to do other things? Are you going to have to move on from one of them? And what are you going to do with that newfound money and that cap space? And and, and that's where they would be creative. Is is it a free agent? Is it... A hockey trade and, and try to trade for some assets. I, I don't know, but they're they're going to be in the mix, man. They're going to be in the mix. They're a playoff team. They're going to keep that streak alive. I have no doubt about that. Can you teach me how to skate? I'd love to go serve the Pittsburgh Penguins because you can already see I got dangles. I mean, look at my sauce kit. I'm dangling a puck Ooh. on top of a stick yeah. inches away from Lordo's <laughs> Stanley oh, Cup careful. right here. Careful. Huh? Careful. Huh? Be careful, man. Juggle yeah. that thing a little bit. 
Whoa, Whoa look at that thing. Look at that thing flutter. Huh? Oh, it's moving. What is that, a rubber shit. stick? Uh, it's not glued on. Yeah. Look out, Lordo. Those Looks are like it, man. Whoa. Wow. Can anybody else do that? Soft hands. Uh, huh? Hey, Lordo, get. Oh! What's up, Lordo? We're feet away, feet away, feet away, feet away from Lordo. Imagine <laughs> if I ding Lordo right there. Oh, God. It'd be awesome. Pens would be dead forever. He'd never forget you, though. The universe, Lordo, would never forget me. Etched in champion. Yeah, yeah. Go and smack it with the stick. Lordo, how heavy is this thing, uh, uh, Rupper? How, how heavy is Lordo? 35 pounds, I think. 34 and change. Uh, Mike, 35? 30. I think so. 35 exactly, yep. Wow. Can't be over 50 or be, get charged uh, extra. <laughs> 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 the trunk plus this oh, yeah. 49 oh, now, yeah. we know, now we know how heavy the trunk is. 14 pounds right. is the trunk that travels. Uh-huh. Uh, go ahead, Todd. Rupper, are there uh, any truth to the rumors that Mick Jesus is probably going to wind up in Vegas, maybe get traded for Jackie <laughs> Aces so that they can you know, kind of do the, do the hockey world a favor and get him and Stoner on the same line and they can bring Lordo back home to Vegas where he belongs? <laughs> uh, probably not going to happen. But, uh, you know, hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Connor and Edmonton, though. And I, I've been tooting this for a while. Is is the, Edmonton has kind of been struggling to kind of get over the hump, right? And try to find the right team to support Connor. And I thought this year that if it was going to be a first round exit or a very underwhelming performance by the Oilers, I thought there'd be really tough conversations in the summer and ones in which maybe talking about, hey, we're gonna, you know, start that ball rolling as far as maybe parting ways and this isn't working out and all those things that no organization wants to hear when you have the the world's best player playing for you. But I think that they've answered whoa, whoa. that. Pens? I think this I think this bought some more time here for Edmonton. Maybe times now. But uh I think this was a this has been a big success here for the Oilers. And uh, you know, I, I think that this kind of locked up Connor here for for a number more years. Go ahead, Boston Connor. Yeah, Rupper. One name that is actually on Lordo is Brad Marchand, and he just had a surgery that's going to have him out for six months. Is this what you were talking about when you were saying guys playing through injuries? And how bad is this actually? Yeah, you know what? Uh, this is these are things. Uh, it's. Marshy's tough, man. This guy's this guy's uh, absolute nails in the way he plays the game and plays through injuries. And he's, I mean, you saw it in the playoffs when they needed someone to step up. Who was it? It's going to be sixty three every single time. Oh, so, yeah. getting him healthy, getting him prepared. Hey, did you see though? I saw the clip. David Pasternak's Instagram uh-huh. pasta pasta's cruising around uh, in check today or yesterday with. Yep. Uh, with David Krejci, oh. and uh, so he says to him, he goes, uh, "David, you you're coming back to Boston next year?" And he just did the smile. Ooh. So, you understand what you're saying? You're speaking yeah. the language. <laughs> I speak the same language, and that's speak, scoring yeah. goals and fucking dangles. Don't you yeah. worry, Krejci, Marshy, whoever ski, yeah. not going on there if they're in Boston. Yeah, <laughs> Krejci's so, already on there. Hey, they'll miss. Again. They'll miss. They'll miss. Uh, they'll miss. Uh, What's his name? Marshy, pretty pretty substantially early on in the season, but they'll be okay, man. I think. How did Bergeron, he play though with something that is going to take six months to come back from? Like that is, it's insane. That is, hockey should be promoting that. Yes, you know, and I know everybody tries to keep it super quiet. It's a lower body injury. It's an upper body injury. And as soon as the season ends, oh, this guy will be out for six months actually for what he was playing through. Like I think people would respect that and appreciate that a little bit more for the sport, don't you? 
Yeah, I, I always find that it's always an interesting time when, when, when teams get knocked out and seeing, you know, seeing what, what ends up happening um, from the other. Like, 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 say, for example, uh, um, you know, we just uh, – Carolina. Carolina just finished last night, game seven. They're going to probably <clears throat> have – I wasn't even paying attention. I, today probably just like an off day. Tomorrow they're going to have locker clean out, <clears throat> exit kind of interviews and stuff like that, and that's where you're going to see this stuff come out. This player played with this, and, I, and I, to go back to Boston, you remember when when Boston won the cup mm-hmm. back in eleven, two thousand eleven? I think so it was per, uh, Yeah, Patrice Bergeron. This guy, he had like, uh, oh my gosh, you, you guys remember that? He had like a broken ribs. He had a punctured. He had like a punctured lung, uh, lung or something. Yeah, it was yeah. nuts. He had like, uh, he had to have surgery. All these different things. I don't know how the guys, how the guys do. I mean, you know, another guy who's nuts to watch. You guys in Game Seven last night, Ryan Lindgren of the of the uh, Rangers. This dude is nuts, man. He's not very big. He's a heart and soul guy. He goes out there and he, in the game. Remember, he he missed time in round one. He had that hit on Ricard Raquel that knocked Raquel out. But oh he yeah, also got, cheap shot. Scumbag. He also he also got hurt and he was out. He's oh, come back and forth in the series uh, throughout the playoffs many times. And he left the game yesterday. Couldn't even put weight on his left foot. Goes to the locker room. Comes back, blocking shots again, taking hits, making hits. Like that's the stuff that gets you going, man. I, I love that stuff. But you're right. Uh, we usually don't hear about it till it's till it's over because they don't. I don't know. It's the gamesmanship side. But they don't want people to be like, oh, this guy's got this going on, and you're gonna have player targeting that. Yeah, you're the only sports that's, that's doing that still, I think, in 2022 because all these teams that are announcing all the injuries that these guys have been playing through that I think our entire society would hold up in high regards and be like, holy shit, he's got to be the toughest dudes of all time. They get wiped away because their team's dead and there's other teams playing and it's like, well, might as well not talk about them. They're old news. And every yeah. time it comes, like six months, this guy's going to be out. And he was a problem that everybody was talking about. Like, oh, worried about this guy, worried about this guy flying around doing his whole thing. Uh, actually, he can't really walk in his real life. He's able to skate and do the whole thing. It's it's insane. Last question here for you, Rupper, and we can't thank you enough for joining us today that we have Lordo in the stew. Thank you, Lordo. Love you, Lordo. Thank you look you, good, Lordo. Lordo. 35 pounds, three and a half feet. Gorgeous. Just fucking stomach oh, chompiness. <laughs> Go ahead, Tone. Uh, Rupper, McKinnon, McCarr, McDavid, Vasilevsky, they're the favorites to win the con. Smythe, is, are you taking any uh, longer shots on anyone else who could sneak up and potentially win the con, Smythe? Ooh, um, okay. So, I mean, if... I guess if for for the the gambling world out there, if you want to take... I don't know if it would be a long shot. I think the long shot would be picking the Rangers to win the cup because generally speaking the con smite for playoff MVP comes from the winning team although in 2003 when we won in New Jersey the J.S. Jaguar for the goaltender for for Anaheim won um, in the losing team right so we don't it's not always like that for the most part so I would say Igor Shesterkin if the Rangers are going to win the cup that guy without a doubt in my opinion is going to 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 win the uh, con smite but if you're looking for maybe some of the favorite teams, um, who, yeah, I would probably say. Um, All uh, right, stop. What are we thinking? What, who else are we thinking here? Like, uh, you, you got to go off like one of the teams you're not expecting. I don't know if it's Edmonton. It's going to be Connor. If if it's uh, if it's um, Avalanche. You know, Avalanche, it's going to be Jack uh, Johnson. It's going to be Nate McKinnon <laughs> probably. So yeah, the the sleepers I think would have to be. Uh, um, you know, I'd say maybe uh, Stammer. Uh, oh, yeah. Stamkos. 
Stamkos uh, could, but Vic, you know Vasilevsky's going to win. If Tampa wins, Vasilevsky's going to win. It, in my opinion, if the Rangers win. It's just Jerkin's going to win it. All right. We appreciate you for joining us. We can't wait to watch That's Hockey Talk tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern, youtube.com forward slash That's Hockey Talk. Thank you for all your coverage of the NHL this season as we get into the most important days of the NHL season ahead, pal. Yes, enjoy the cup. Enjoy the cup there. And enjoy Bob Evans in any of the 50 states that they're in. <laughs> Join right. us now. They can't thank you enough. Ladies and gentlemen, Lord o Stanley Cup champion, Mike Rapper. Joining us now is another person everybody likes. That's yeah. right. He actually has a charity softball game and home run derby happening this evening for his charity. You can still buy tickets for her. Ladies and gentlemen, Minnesota native, a man that had to pay his own way into a regional combine to make it in the NFL. How'd it work out? I don't know. We're going in 10 years now. All pro, pro bowler, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. Ladies and gentlemen, the crafty, athletic, Adam Thielen. Yeah, Hey, I tell you what, guys, don't tell my wife I said this, but uh, my wife always sends me a nice text in the morning uh, or I send it back to her. And, and I was more excited today for the text from Pat. Really? So I, oh, yes. Katie, yes. <laughs> man, I've been, I've been waiting to get back on the show with the boys. Man, we are so excited you're here. Oh. By the way, I now that I hear that and you say that. Look for a couple more brother text messages <laughs> in the morning. That's all it was this morning, by the way. Brother, all capital letters. And then I no response for a little bit, probably because I'm such an early riser. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm up there catching yeah. the sunrise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do that. I got to hold my work in. The response was, what's up? I was like, oh, okay. our guy. I read a headline about you. I completely forgot. I'm like, yo, we haven't talked to Thielen in a long time. Sent the text. You came on. We're very appreciative of you, man. Thank you, Adam. Very appreciative of you, Adam. You rejuvenated going into year 10 it said as the headline is that an accurate assessment where the uh where that conversation lead to is it because you have an offensive minded head coach now new energy in the building all of the above what is it you think yeah i think i think there's a lot of things that play into it um you know i think i've had to take care of my body i've found a way to take care of my body a little better um my diet um just um, um how i train uh just putting the good people around me to, to help me you know, continue to, to, to make it one more year, you know, one more year and uh, and to feel good. Right. Like, I don't want to come in this building every day and and have to, like, just get through it. Right. Like, I yeah. want to feel want to be out there being myself on the field, uh, trying to be a dog out there. Uh, dog, but uh, dog. dog, crafty athletic dog. dog. Very crafty. First one in, last one out. Dog. dog. Coach's son. Dog. dog. And, uh, but then, but great then, yeah. routes, dog. dog. Good hands, dog. dog. White guy, dog. dog. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but but honestly, I think I think it's you know it's all that, and then and then the people in the locker room, you know, coming to work every day. Like I'm waking up before my alarm. Like I don't think a lot of people can say that that they're excited to go to work enough to where that they're waking up before their alarm. Like. Part of it's because I have three kids at the house, so like I'm I'm ready to get out of the house a little bit. But uh, no, you know the leadership that they put in place here, um, the collaborative collaborative effort of everybody kind of working together. Um, I, I've said this story a few times, but um, there's people in this building that like I obviously knew who they were, but I didn't know how good they were at their job until they until they brought in the new leadership and people that could really just allow them to be themselves and to do their job at a high level. So that's that's mm. huge. Mm. Who are some of those people you might be talking about? Are they behind the scenes? Are they people we would know? Coaches, players? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily want to get into details just because, like, you know, kind of throwing some people under the bus, probably. But, um, um, but honestly, it's, it's been like in, in each little, um, you know, each, each, I guess, division or, or section or, or what have you. Like, there, there's somebody who's kind of just popped up and just is just kind of been elite. Uh, and they've been allowed to be elite, you know, before, like, they just kind of worked here, right? They were just a person. Um, and now, like, man, it's like, holy crap, like, you're really um, helping this team um, be the best team they can possibly be. And it's really cool to see that. Uh, new GM, new head coach, obviously. And anytime you get a new leadership, there's always going to be people that, I don't want to say seize the opportunity, but seize it's like, okay, we got to prove ever We get the chance to prove people wrong or right now. There's a new chance, a new this. Kirk Cousins told us that immediately after they were signed almost, the jump, he sent him a text like, hey, this is what I think we need to do. We need to do a little bit different. It feels like he's a little bit more hands-on than maybe it has been talked about in the past. Have you experienced that? And with an offensive-minded head coach, has it changed the way you guys go about your work and maybe go about practice and the way the day-to-days are set up? You know, I think I think he's doing a great job of, of, of being a head coach. You know, obviously he's calling plays and doing all that, and he's installing the offense. But I think he's doing a phenomenal job of just being a head coach, right? He's being there for everybody. He's not out there, and, and if the offense has a great practice, I mean, we've all been around it, right? If oh, yeah. it's an offensive coach or a defensive head coach, usually it's like depending on what, you know, if, if it's a defensive head coach and the defense has a great day, he's in a great mood. Uh, or or and it was a great practice or, or vice versa. So, I think he's done a great job just kind of being right in the middle of it. Like, hey, like, you know, the offense might have got their butt kicked today, but I thought we were flying around. I thought the energy was good. I thought everybody was uh, locked in, and, and that's how we evaluate practice. So I think he's done a great job just kind of being the middleman and, and just uh, um, kind of just uh, being there to support both sides of the ball and, and, and just supporting this team, right, and then bringing people around him that can, that can really just uh, do, you know, maybe the stuff that he's not good at. They're gonna, he's going to bring in somebody that makes sure that, that we uh, we don't leave any stones unturned to, to help this team win. Brand new offense, how is it? You're 10 years into this thing, is this new? Is this normal? Or is Are you guys using your offense, his terminology? How, how's that whole process going? No, it's wild. Uh, it's the most learning I've ever had to do. Uh, I'm, I'm swimming a little bit, uh, but it's fun. Again, that's part of the rejuvenation, right? Like I'm excited to come to work because I'm excited to learn a new offense. I'm excited to, to learn what we're going to install today and and uh, you know, it, it's it, this system makes sense. Everything we're doing makes sense. Everything looks alike, acts alike, feels alike. Alike, you know, the terminology makes sense. Um, it's a lot, though. It's a ton. Like the formations alone, right? There's so many different ways they can line us up, and and uh, there's so many different words, uh, a lot of code words, things like that, where they say one thing, and you got to know everybody's got to know what to do. So uh, it's a lot of learning. Uh, I'm trying to figure out ways as an old man to. To, uh, to learn fast and, and to try to um, figure out the little details. It, it sounds like O'Connell's kind of come in and set his, like, the culture he wants, like, already on the right path. How, how did he come in so early, I guess, and, and kind of get the respect of the team? And it seems like everyone's on the same page. Yeah, I think it was like that, that collaborative effort, right? Like, it's not just him saying these things. It's not just him bringing the energy or, or teaching um, you know they're gonna get they're gonna get upset, right? Like if we're not if we're not doing things the right way. But at the end of the day, they're gonna teach us. They're gonna coach us. They're gonna uh, they're gonna slow things down if, if we're getting maybe a little overwhelmed. But they're gonna test us. They're gonna see how much we know and and how we can translate it from the classroom to to the practice field. Uh, but I think it's that just that collaborative message. Everybody, like you go in the training room or you go in this in in the weight room, 
Um, you go into meetings, like everybody's saying the same thing and everybody's got that same vibe and, and excitement um, and that teaching, coaching mentality. Um, it, it's just it's just vibrant and it just catches on. And then now as a player, I want to be that same way. I want to come to work with that that positive mindset of, of hey, I'm going to help others as well. And um, like I said, like everybody working together is how that how that happens so fast. How are you learning? Are you doing flashcards and shit, or what are you doing? I just want to say, so so when I, obviously, like, I don't want to be the guy like, oh, back in the day, I had to walk uphill both ways. But back in the day, like, in college, like, I didn't have, like, the iPads, the, you know, where you yeah. just, like, have super cool. Um, have you guys heard of Quizlet? No. Yes. Oh, it's fantastic. So they, they, they we got uh, access to Quizlet, which basically it's flashcards on your phone. So that's how that's the best way. I, anytime I got like time on a plane, whatever, like I'll just pull up Quizlet, and then it'll be like it'll say the play name, and then and then I can be like, okay, I'm Z, I'm a, I got this route, and then I can click on it, and it'll flip, and it'll show me the play. So it's like the coolest thing ever. It's flashcards on your phone. Just the most efficient flashcards of all time, and you can probably sub in those questions for anything you want. That's how I pass college. Well, congrats. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like quite a tag team partner on Quizlet. Yeah. yeah. People make the flashcards online, and then I just go on, search my test, boom, they're there. Thank you to those people. Yes. Thank, Thank you, people. Thank you, Quizlet I, I, people. I want to say that I would have done much better in college if I had it, but I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, no chance, dude. Well, no. Can we download the Vikings one? Yeah, can you send us your play so we know what you're supposed to do yeah. every single time we hear Kirk yelling? But, but, I am, I am very crafty and I'm super smart. So, <laughs> <laughs> coach's son, of course, absolutely. Uh, is there any new things that are going to be added to your game that you're excited about, or is it just taking advantage of the things that you've already showcased as being fantastic at? Yeah, you know, I think I think just being allowed to to to, to do my thing. You know, I think that's what they do best in this offense is they they find what guys are really good at and they just let them go to work. And uh, that's what I'm most excited about. I feel like sometimes. Um, some offenses, and I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus or anything. Well, you've done a no, lot of that today. Yeah. You've, done, yeah. you've already hey, done I've a lot of it. Eight different offense. Uh, well, I've had eight different offense coordinators in 10 years, and I've been Jesus. in probably four different offenses. So uh, I've, been, I've done it all. And, and uh, um, I just think the ones that are, are the best that just let, let their, their guys go make plays. And they move them around. They, they find what they're really good at, and they just say, hey, we have better players than them. And I'm just going to let him go to work. So I'm excited about that. Uh, before the boys have their questions for you, and we can't thank you enough for joining us, that hoodie, the same one I think you were wearing last time, fucking unbelievable. Yeah. That is an unbelievable. Let's go. They have the best stuff. Their golf stuff is is crazy. Hey, before I forget, you guys can ask all the questions you want. But yeah. so we need you. I know you're a big Colts fan and all, but we let's need go. you at the game this year. Huh? To school chant, because I know you love the school chant. I'm surprised you didn't open up with it. And. And to blow the Gallahorn, you know. Oh! 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 oh shit! Oh shit! I did it. And I'm the team. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut off the sleeves. Okay. I'll customize it for you. Okay, dude, that's awesome. What is that? Where'd you get that? Who gave that to you? I can't tell you my secrets. Hmm. That's very nice of you. Holy Send that up. We'll put that up in the goddamn studio. Yeah. We, got, we got a new studio coming, man. That's a, that's. We, oh. got, we got a Steelers one over here. Yeah. Get a Vikings one over there. I like, I respect that. I appreciate that, man. Randy God. Moss was my favorite and, player growing up. So, I mean, I've seen that purple and gold flying around before. And we're going to send the boys some UNRL stuff. Whoa. Hell yeah. Hell I think yeah. there was a hoodie that was sent, right? It was yeah. one that's the right size. I think, yeah, I, I think, think it's Ty, already sent in. I think Ty threw it away. Or Mitt or Herbie. The, oh, the size of the Are you a part of that business? 
Uh, I'm not a part of it, but uh, actually the owner went to school with me at Mankato, so uh, they're my guys. Uh, just small town people, crafty, smart, you know. <laughs> These are fucking... That hoodie, oh, yeah, it's sick. So that hoodie is maybe one of the cleanest hoodies that there is, mm-hmm. let alone like in the NFL game. For sure. They say real comfy clothes is what their uh, tagline is at Unreal? You the material's them? amazing. Uh, the, the stuff you sent last time, the, the, the quarter sleeve ones, they're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Let's go, UNRL. Good for UNRL. Got Adam Thielen wearing. It's got to be fucking yeah. Yeah. It's got to be cool. Superstar Adam Thielen. You heard this guy? Eight offenses? Is that what you said? Eight mm-hmm. offenses yeah. in 10 years? Eight, eight offensive coordinators. There have been a few, like, you know, the last three years we had three offense coordinators, but they're all the same offense. Oh, so now this is the first time in like four years you've had to learn a brand new offense. Right. Look at Quizlet fucking getting you through. You feel pretty good about it? <laughs> what phase are you in right now? Um, well, well, we're about to go to mandatory minicamp, so we're, we're pretty close to installing the whole playbook. So you guys are about done with OTAs? Yes. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Get back into that summer, you know, go ahead and get, get into your own training and then back into training camp mm-hmm. for six weeks where you just got to go all the way through it. I'm sure your team is – this energy is awesome to hear. I'm sure Vikings fans are absolutely pumped. Let's go to a Packers owner, uh, Ty Schmidt. Yeah, not worried about the Vikings this year. Love you, Adam. Hope you have an incredible <laughs> year. I know you will. You're a dog. Every Packers fan knows it. Uh, I'm more curious about the, uh, the softball game you got tonight and the home run derby. What kind of – uh, names we got there and I assume are you the odds on favorite I assume you hit a fucking softball miles and miles well I will say this I'm a little worried about messing up my golf swing so I might take it easy but uh no. oh, come on come on, come on. Yeah, okay. but I will say I am a dog yeah, and when I get out dog. I don't want to go so let's go but uh but there's gonna be some you know Justin Jefferson he's good at everything so he's gonna be out there um, Garrett Bradbury, our center, he was uh, he was like he says he was like a baseball all star, you know, uh, could have played at the next level. He says so. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see what kind of athletes we have. You know, that's what I always like to see. I always like to see guys like what kind of real athletes are you? Like, yeah, you're good at football, but I want to see what else you can do. How long you been doing this game? How many years? So this will be our second time doing it. It's our first time doing it the way that we wanted to do it. The first time we did it, uh, it was kind of like their thing. They had a big all star game. Uh, for the independent league that they were doing. So we kind of just joined in forces. But uh, this is our first time doing offense, first defense, all Vikings players, and it uh, should be a blast. I just hope everybody shows up because uh, I know guys are excited about it, but it's always hard to wrangle, you know, 30, 40 guys to come out there. Yeah, especially 100 degrees or something like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, we had uh, we had the entire day worth of shit. Now, tonight, I need you to come play softball. Mm-hmm. Potentially embarrass yourself. <laughs> yeah. You strike out at this thing. It's going to be a long night, and it's going to be an even longer weekend with everybody. Come on, have a good time. But you're raising money. You're making the world a better place. This is awesome. I'm sure everybody's pumped for the opportunity. Are you guys selling tickets to this thing? We are, yeah. Thielenfoundation.org. Uh, obviously, the last day to do it. We play, we're playing tonight, so... Uh, super excited about it. Obviously, all the money that's uh, being raised. We haven't been able to do a fundraiser for a few years, obviously, with COVID and everything. Uh, so super excited to be able to raise some money, and, and it's going to go right back to this community. Uh, that's done so much for my wife and I, obviously, both being from Minnesota. Uh, never left Minnesota. I have it. High school, college, and the NFL. So 
excited to give back uh, uh, to this community. You're a good man, Thielen. You're a good yeah. man. Go uh, ahead, yeah. Connor. Yeah, Adam, you mentioned Justin Jefferson, and you guys are basically you know the best tandem in the NFL at wide receiver. How much do you guys just push each other, and how many new things do you bring in every year that you kind of work on in the offseason and kind of show one another you know what you're kind of doing with that? Yeah, you know, everybody sees what, what he does on, on Sundays, obviously, and, and how dynamic of a player he is. But, man, I, I couldn't be more thankful for the teammate that he is, you know, day in and day out, man. He, he's always the one that's coming in the room, dapping up everybody, smiling, uh, having fun, and, and he's there to work. You know, when he's on that field, it, it's go time. Uh, so he's he's been able to push me and, and teach me some things. Uh, there's a lot of things about his game that, that I'm trying to pick up and, and, and apply to my game. Um, and and vice versa, you know. I've always been an open book to him since day one. Um, I oh, think good uh, mentor. I mean, honestly, like uh, I hate saying that word, but I I love that part of the game. You know, being in in year ten, I love being able to talk football. Um, again, that's kind of part of that rejuvenation, right? Like I I just feel rejuvenated because I love coming into the building. I love talking ball. I love trying to help these young guys if they have any questions. I try not to say too much because uh, sometimes like. My brain's going a million miles an hour, and I'm thinking about everything, uh, all the experience that I've had. Uh, so I try to kind of uh, let them, you know, ask questions, and then I'll and then I'll give my input. But uh, that part of the game is super fun, and everybody's super receptive, right? Like uh, they they, they want to learn, they want to get better. Justin's been like that since day one, and is and is why he is is who he is because he's taking in information and and he's using what what he wants to use and thinks that he can help him. Uh, be the best player you can be. Good culture. Good culture. Theo, do you have a uh, do you have a favorite route to run? And if so, can you tell us? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, everybody always asks that, but honestly, honestly, I think it's it's just going deep, man. I, I love to just I love when the ball is in the air. Uh, kind of that moment of truth. I had a coach uh, uh, for my first few years in the NFL that I always called that like the moment of truth catch, right? Like what's going to happen? That ball is in the air. There's a couple defenders. Like who's going to come down with it? The moment of truth, and uh, that's my favorite thing. I love just. Just running fast and, and going and tracking the ball and, and, and finding a way to come down with it. And, uh, you know, I also love, like, uh, um, why I'm so excited about the system is, is making everything look the same, right? Like, I want to make my go ball, comeback, uh, a dig route, a curl route. I want those all to look the same. So I love that challenge of, of just finding ways to make everything look the same and make it tough on the defense. What if, hey, what if the Vikings are fuck? Did you hear everything he's saying? Oh, I hear it's like uh-huh. a perfect coach. Like, isn't AJ? Doesn't it sound like that's exactly what every building hopes it is like in there? Yeah, and it sounds like you guys have gotten there quickly. Obviously, it's a lot to Quick. do with the roster you guys already have in place and guys like you that are there to lead. But I mean, yeah, right now we no one can win. You can't win anything in the offseason, but you sure as hell can lose it. And I don't think you guys are losing, bro. Could you imagine getting your culture in just like that? Do you hear this fucking guy talk? Mm-hmm. You think this would have been naturally occurring? With new coach or not, do you think it is the arc of your uh, career? I've thought about this with a lot of guys. They get into the league. They somehow get jaded. They, they're just playing a game because they love the game. Oh, I'm playing a sport professionally. I'm having so much fun. Then business comes in, potentially get jaded, just doing your job, showing up, doing your job, doing your job. Then towards the end of it, there's almost like a perspective like, oh, this might be one of my last meetings, one of my last practices. I'm going to try to take it in. Do you think you have you would have naturally had that arc, or do you think it is the new challenge? And maybe it is the back nine now that you're 10 years into this fucking thing thing thinking realistically what do you think or is it this system that has been brought into the building has just made you turn into this human that is just so thankful for every single day in there yeah i think it's the people uh, i think i think life is about is about people man i think i think it's how how you treat others how they treat you i think 
Uh, when you to really have a good culture, you have to have great leadership, and it can't be a great leader. It has to be great leadership. Oh. Uh, so that collaborative of everybody talking the same message, everybody like genuinely caring about you individually and uh, treating you with respect. Um, I think when you do that, man, it's it's contagious and it's it's like a it's like a wildfire. A little bit of wind and it's and it's off. So I think that's why we've been able to do it so quickly. And 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 you know, again, like to AJ's point, it's like also we had a great locker room. We had a bunch of great guys. We had a great leadership in the locker room already. So then when you add that culture on top of that, it it, it just happens a little bit a little bit faster. Um, now I will say this time of the year. You're always excited, right? You're always no, you're, you're, not everybody. You're so not everybody. Not everybody. There's some people that absolutely hate this time of year. That's what I'm saying. Like you guys seem to be all in and enjoying the fuck out of the time that everybody hates. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. But again, like it's 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 because there's no there's nobody in the building that you're like, man, like okay, oh, I gotta go to this meeting or <laughs> shoot, I gotta I gotta go here into this room and do this. Um, and it's no no bad mouthing. Like I've been around, you know, cultures in the past where, and not saying like you know NFL, college, high school. Like there's 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 been times in the past where like you go in and you're like, ah shoot, like I really don't want to go into that room or 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 someone's talking bad about another room, and and it's like that's that's tough. That's a toxic culture. Uh, we just don't have that, and, and I know it's oh, yeah. new, I'm fresh, so that helps, but. Um, I just don't see that. Enjoy the freshness, man. Just carry the freshness in for forever. That's what every great relationship has. I'm happy you guys got a chance to kind of reset it and go. It sounds magical. Last question here, Thielen, before you hit, I don't know what. How many are you going to hit, you think, tonight? Well, I don't even know the rules. I'm just I'm just okay, showing swing up. Swing hard. <laughs> so we'll find uh, out. But but I will say I'm going to be swinging. Okay. I mean, you saw my golf game. So. Yes. <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> we actually said the fact that you can hit what a three wood like 320 310 probably pretty good about a baseball and a or baseball bat and a softball flying uh, we we assume you're going to be bombing balls in the minnetonka tonight that's what we're thinking we hope you're doing the same yeah i, I hope uh there's some good footage for you uh for, for you Hell tomorrow yeah. to yes i will lead off the show with it we <laughs> yeah. will lead the show with it you mm -hmm. do something big tonight we will lead the damn show with the last question here from Tone Dick. Yeah, you talked about mentoring like young wide receivers and stuff like that. You guys drafted DBs in the first and second round. Do you look forward to, you know, giving them their rook welcome to the NFL rookie moment and then also mentoring them like, hey, you could have done this, this makes it harder for us, stuff like that? Yeah, I love that part too. I love I love the kind of back and forth, you know, from a from a DB DB perspective. I mean, when we brought a guy like Patrick Peterson in this building, uh, lucky enough my locker's right next my locker is right next to him. Uh, and also, he's a great golfer, so it's fun to be able to be on the course and and uh, be next to him in the locker to just pick his brain. And same with these young guys. You know, I'm going to be the one that if I run around, maybe I beat them or maybe they beat me. I'm going to say, hey, like, what were you seeing there? Why did you do that? Why did you why did you break this way or why did you bite this move? Um, and I love that part of the game, too. So uh, we haven't had a whole lot of reps together. It's kind of a weird time where uh, they don't really integrate the rookies quite yet. They kind of just uh, keep them separate right now and then. Uh, training camp is when they start start kind of letting them loose. So uh, it'll be fun to get to that and, and to really understand and get to know these guys. We can't wait to watch. How's your golf game going in Tahoe? You almost, you almost just said you didn't want to do well at the Home Run Derby because you didn't want to jeopardize your golf swing. Yeah. Mm. I think you actually said that. You must be feeling good about the, the links right now, huh? The game the game feels really good right now. Uh, Are but, you going to win, Tahoe? But I will say this. I will say this. Good. So I, 
I played in uh, I played in the Wastelands and Open. I played with, with Brooks Kepka, and he like after the round gave me this like major compliment of like you know that I was a good golfer, or whatever, like that I could play if I you know put time into it and I could play at the next level and and for literally a month after that I couldn't break 80 like I lost my game so I don't want to like talk too much about my golf game this guy's a mental (laughs) wet sand (laughs) unbelievable but I can't wait to see you guys there I hope you're bringing the whole crew and and I hope you're doing some shows from Tahoe because that place is unbelievable the quick follow up don't know how many of the boys are going (laughs) don't think we're doing any shows so going to be quite a body yeah yeah, the thing with the way with when the golf happens and time change too makes it tough with I mean it Uh, is a full thing I think there's going to be some of the boys are going to be out there obviously we are going to have a good time let's not and we what about like Monday Tuesday Wednesday I mean come on is there people out there on those days yes Everybody's out there Tuesday. A lot of the good ones go out there early, Pat. Yeah. Well, AJ, <laughs> AJ, AJ, I didn't know that. that on Wednesday. <laughs> it's just like we get there Wednesday night, things start Thursday. I didn't know there was people there earlier in the week. That might change literally everything right now. Well, hey, I'll be there, and I know there's others that'll be there Tuesday night. We be playing golf, okay, chilling. Wednesday, be chilling. Okay, all right. All right, that might change everything. I need my knee to. I need to get my knee back, though. You know what I mean? I need. To, are you going to win this thing or no? I've seen your swings, though. You're, it's it's coming. Hey, thank you, Dylan. Dylan yeah. seen me golf. How many? <laughs> I mean, I was probably what ten to fifteen beers down to whenever oh, I played with Dylan that day. A couple vodkas, what? Hey, a couple hours of sleep. Yeah, was, I assume there's some edibles in there as well. I have it in me somewhere. You know what I mean, Dylan? I just gotta find oh, it. We need to play together, and and we'll, a little coach, a little mental coaching will be good for both of us. Well, you got a compliment from Brooks Kepka and stunk for a month. Just tell me about the swing. Don't tell me anything else. But but it, game is dialed, and I am uh, Tahoe makes my competitive juices come out hardcore. So I'm hoping to I'm hoping to be in the hunt. But I say that every year. So does AJ. You two are. In. <laughs> no, I told Theo in the past. I bet on Theo to win because I think he absolutely can do it. Well, let's go. Is Danny Woodhead playing in this thing? I guess he's a guy right now too. He's a full stick. He's going to go play in the tour. Yeah. I saw that he uh, he made the putt and did a little uh, leg yeah. kick or something. Look at you. That's pretty good Not for bad. the brand. Yeah, yeah, that is new offense. I can't wait to see it. We appreciate you joining us, Thielen. See you in Tahoe. Uh, good luck tonight. Can't wait to watch the highlights of you bombing balls. You're the man. That hoodie is so nice. So nice. Hey, let me know when you're coming to a game. You got to do the you got to do the school. Be a- right. That's- Not how it sounds, but close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I already told the story. I heard all these great stories about how awesome that stadium is. And I got to experience the beginning of it. You know, the whole thing and the whole thing (laughs) and the thing and the thing. And then what? We were up like 20 in like the first minute and a half of the game. And it was quiet the entire time. I was like, holy shit. Didn't even get a chance to experience this. And that was not like our team at all. We were very much a battle. I wish I uh, could remember that game, but I got knocked out by your guy. D-Bud. Oh, yeah. D-Bud got you. I saw the whole thing happening, too. Sam Bradford got hit, and uh, and so he left the ball inside on a goal ball. Killed the corner, by the way. And uh, and uh, left the ball inside and, and just saw, saw the thing, whole thing come and got just the first time I've ever been knocked out in my life. That was fun. Did, have you and Darius talked since? No, but I heard you guys talking about it on the show one time. Did, he was complimentary, I assume? You said, okay, all good? 
I don't. I don't know. I think he was. I think he was talking smack. Actually, oh, <laughs> I think he. I think he potentially was knocked out as well. If I do, <laughs> if I do recall, I think there's a chance that he had a stinger. You know, classic. Yeah. yeah, yeah ooh, yeah. Yeah, I tried to pull that one off too. Yeah, yeah. Did by the I way, it, I'm just laying here dead for no reason. Yeah, my stinger. <laughs> That's another whole conversation about the entire thing. Oh yeah. Ah, forget it. Thielen, we appreciate the hell out of you. Please stay conscious. Can't wait to see you in Tahoe. Adam Thielen. Yeah! yeah. We had a lead early. I mean, that was not like our team at all either. I mean, we went in there, had to lead, and never gave it up, and that place was dead quiet basically the whole time. It was crazy. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. You said Sam Bradford threw him the ball? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I almost forgot about Sam there. Yeah, me too. He was with the Rams first, mm -hmm. then the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Then Sam could sling it, man. When Sam's healthy, he can absolutely sling it. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Can't stay healthy. Like we two. had three-quarter sleeves that you oh, like yeah. to wear, too. Yeah, but I think yeah. he got unlucky a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I think a lot of it was unlucky, honestly. Because they talked about him playing ping pong, remember this that's time? That's right. Only thing he bought after he got that big contract. Like, one of the greatest athletes out there. And then he would be throwing darts to people. He had all these Rams records. I remember we played him, I think, his rookie year or second year with the Rams out in St. Louis still. And they put up on the Jumbotron all the records that he had. He fucking, like, he was lighting it up. Ripping it. So good. What do you got? He got hurt at Oklahoma senior year. Yeah. yeah. He had two shoulder uh, surgeries yeah, in college. Still was like, what, five? One? When'd he go? Like one. I thought he went one because he won the Heisman, right? He was the last guy before the pay scale came yeah. out, I think. He was one. What a stud. Sometimes <laughs> you get hurt, though, like one month before Tallhill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walking, of course. Don't hurt anything else now. When you're like, sometimes you know when something's yeah. hurt, you try to compensate, and something else hurts. Yeah, like my hip and back right now are potentially prime suspects to hurt next. Yeah, and especially now that it looks like you're going out to Tahoe like Sunday, so you're going to get like seven practice rounds in before you start your real round. Now I'm going out there the same day you're going out there, pal. Yeah. So Wednesday, yeah, you don't need to get there earlier than Wednesday. That's great. <laughs> I did not know that was even an option, though. I'll be, I'd be burnt out before it started if I was out there playing starting Monday. Well, yeah. I'm not going to play. I mean, what are we even talking about? Well, and I that's why they go out there. Well, that's what they're doing. That's not what we got to do. <laughs> Monday's yeah, we'll the go fourth. in the lake. We'll do whatever. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, do a show. Have the lake in the background. Yeah, do the whole thing. It's going to take the week off for the show, but maybe we got. You were not wearing that the entire show. <laughs> Full time. No, you're not. I would have fucking recognized and seen the glasses. I know it. I walked in this morning. I thought it was weird. No one said anything. Yeah. Why don't you pay attention, pal? Who are you talking to? Me or the guy? You. You. Oh, the guy that spit on Lord Stanley's yeah. cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scumbag. Right. respect for Lordo. Oh, yeah. All right. How dare you. Let's go to the phones. I would still like them to say thank you to Lord Stanley for mm -hmm. coming by. Yep. Before you get into your question. We'll take two. Then we're out of here. Okay. Let's go to JB, not coach, uh -huh. who texted me and said it was an EXT, okay, not an ESV. Uh -huh. The EXT Cadillac is what he was posing next to with his flat dick pot, uh, whiskey. Mm -hmm. And a stick. The EST was the bitch-made version, he said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair. That was a good text message to read in my phone when I went to the bathroom just a little bit. <laughs> She's still whooping around that Maserati. Yeah, what happened right. to Maserati? The window, the window wouldn't go down around? Yeah. That thing's gone. Far. No, I thought he fixed it. got it. fixed. Is it still around? I think yeah, so. It's got the pink slip. It's his, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 He, it. It. he maybe sold it, though. Oh, he's got a sweet kennel set up in the back, though. That was legit. Yeah, he's got that hoop, too. He's fucking. Mm -hmm. And then his grill. One-ass jumper. 
He does, you know. <laughs> Let's go to JB in Louisiana on the 5 Energy phone. Then go to 5Energy.com. Use promo code McAfee. Actually, use PAT20 to receive 20% off your order. Still have a Memorial Day sale going on. Wow. 5HourEnergy.com. Okay. That's the number 5HourEnergy.com. Promo code PAT20 for 20% off. Get them. They'll arrive in these packages. It's perfect. You just pick it up on the way out of the door. Boom. Energy for at least five hours. Get you through your afternoon or through any part of life that you don't necessarily want to go through. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, JB in Louisiana. JB, how's it going? Bad boys. How we doing? Keep it moving. Thank you to uh, Lord Stanley. Thank you, Gumpy, King in the North. Yes. Thank you, JB. Go, oh, JB. Thank you, JB. That's a good call. As opposed to fucking Harold in Ohio earlier. I got a bone to pick with Tone Diggs. Oh, yeah. Let it eat, pal. Tone Diggs. We're talking about Drew Brees' accomplishments, and you're over here slandering his good name. Why? Well, I'm not telling you. What did you say? That dudes? dude did not stand on his tiptoes for 20 years and sling the rock until his arm is falling off for you to slander his records. Thank you, JB. Would you like Tone to right? apologize to Drew for that? No, 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 dude. Tone is like a labradoodle that won't eat his dinner until his dad <laughs> covers it in gravy and microwaves it, all right? What? Sounds what like does that mean? What? Sounds like, what? Sounds like a smart dog. Uh, JB, you can call back anytime. <laughs> I fucking love JB in Louisiana. Pretty pumped up about that. But he's right. Drew Brees didn't go through Purdue. Drew Brees didn't before every single game. One for me, two for you, three for us, four for them, five for Lombardi, six for them, seven for 80, nine, ten. Okay? For you. That's how that goes? Yeah. yeah. I think I might have got a couple wrong. Let's do it again. One for me, two for you, three for us, four for Longmore. Lawnmower? <laughs> For Lombo, excuse me. Listen, I didn't go around the league and make everybody hate him. He did that on his own. That's not my fault. Not, listen, that's not what he did. And I never said anything about his stats, okay? He's that, well, JB said he's sick of the bullshit with you. So maybe enough of the bullshit with you. Okay, says JB. And it's not my fault he played the last five years with his arm hanging off. How was he not handed a big-time job? Okay? How, was that, how did the, honestly? NBC was a big-time job. Yeah. Football yeah. Night in America yeah. is seen by a lot of people. A lot of people. And by the way, he was great in that studio, I thought, personally. Did they not think he was great? Like, wouldn't he still be there? Or I guess he wanted to leave because he wants to do games. The yeah. whole thing is confusing. It is very confusing because did he tell him he wants to do games? They said, we only got Notre Dame. We don't have a full slate of games. What do you want from us? And then how come some other place didn't just – I assume the way that works is you're Drew Brees – we enjoy like being able to say we work with top quarterbacks whenever we go to executive meetings and stuff at a happy hours. And although you might not have any talent, we'll certainly just give you this fucking big time role. Isn't that how TV networks work? I thought that's how sports networks At least networks to get them work. in, though. Now it's been different, I feel like. But being a big time name like that, it definitely gets you in. But you have to prove that you should be there, which I feel like he did, didn't he? And then. Do you? But it sounds like he's in the different, he's in the wrong path. Like he wants to do games. He doesn't want to do studio, which I understand. I completely understand if it's that big of a, but he was great in the There studio. was no other places to do games though. That's the thing. Like Fox, the, the gig that Greg Olson is taking over before Tom takes it. That was the only number one gig out there. That's what I'm saying though. Greg Olson getting it. Shout out. Shout out. Out. Boy, Greg. And then Tom Brady getting it whenever Tom Brady wants to have it or whatever. It's fascinating because the original conversations was NBC was going to trade. Remember? Yeah. They were going to trade, but Drew would be right back in this situation next year, possibly if he did that. If they gave, if he had the Greg Olson role, and then Tom's coming back, and Drew's like, "Okay, here I am again." 
So Drew's beef is with NBC not having any football games other than Sunday night. But that's what doesn't Jeez. make sense. Like well, I mean, it's, Brady's a little different because he hasn't proven himself. But it does feel like after Witten, all these networks were like, we all, "All right, we can't take guys that haven't had like a full slate of games." Before. Really? It what are seems you talking that about? Way. Did we watch last Monday Night Football? Yeah, but they didn't have the option, or were they just waiting for Buck and Troy? We also didn't know about the Collinsworth deal. Well, they Maybe plucked they... Joe Buck out of his contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we come to find out they are actually just Disney and Fox not. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That one day we did think that. Okay. We got attacked. And we didn't know about the Collinsworth deal. Did they think that, mightily, that they were losing Michaels and Collinsworth, and it was going to be Tariqo and Drew, and the Collinsworth were like, nah, I'm going to keep doing it. And that's this. what they sold Drew whenever they signed Drew? Maybe. Oh, TBD, I guess. It's wild. TBDD. Yeah. To be determined about Drew. Yeah. yeah. And Lamar, or I mean, LeVar Arrington could be on to something. Maybe quite a few people think that Drew's a pompous asshole, because he is. So, I mean, that, you know, a lot of people might be coming around on that. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I, I won't co-sign on that, but him okay. stealing. You know, How good did that feel? Yeah, I felt great. You were really delivering it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Does Lamar have a Dang relationship it. with Drew? I don't know. Know. Doubt it. Yeah, he's met him once, which is all take. Right. Listen, <laughs> this this is a part of the problem. This is part of the problem potentially. Okay, hmm? I don't feel this way about Drew Brees, but there is people who have encountered him and do feel that way. Lamar's quote was awesome. Did you see his quote? Yes, I did see that. Well, he's just not as popular as he thinks he is. All right? He's not as loved as he thinks he is. And he acts out when it doesn't go the way you would like for it to go. <laughs> what a lie. Slaughtered. Yeah. I mean. LeVar. Home run derby right there. Yeah. LeVar. Bomb. 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 Is he acting out, though? Is he acting out, like, right now, or what? When he put out that big tweet about, maybe I do. Maybe mm-hmm. I play. Maybe I play in my uh, bocce tournament or whatever. That's awesome. Ooh. I just assumed Drew Brees would be handed a very large role from one of these networks. I guess Football Night in America was that large role because Football Night in America is like number one show on television yeah. every single yeah. week for 17, 18 weeks straight. Well, and him leaving NBC thinking that like his two games or one game in the NFL was going to be enough for them to just say yeah, no to Greg Olsen. They have handed jobs to people. There wasn't any available, though. What was available? What Everything was-, was available. Monday was available. Thursday was available. Sunday was available at one point. Plus if, Fox was already, if Fox was already talking to Tom Brady, that wasn't available, so that's already off the table. Yeah, but he's good enough. Like to your point, he is good. Enough. He's a Hall of Fame As quarterback. A player, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We, that, we're not talking about on TV. We're just talking about how this normally goes. If they wanted to make an availability for him, like they would. It's Drew Brees. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, and so apparently that's probably why Drew's so pissed. It's like, well, pe- people with much worse resumes than me were just handed primetime fucking opportunity. What about Drew? Mm-hmm. JB's like, well, you've been on tip those twenty years now. You're going to have to work for it a little. Yep. Bit. Sorry, Drew. Drew Brees used to it, though. He fucking wants to work for everything. He's an underdog. You see that speech he gave to Purdue before that one football game? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking where's a wall? Yeah. Hell, yeah. They came out flying. Just like your video, man. Made me want to run through a wall with how much talent you had. Thank you. Congrats to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. 100 days. Now we all know that there's 144,000 minutes in 100 days, by the way. Mm -hmm. That's right. That'll That'll come up in life at some point. And you'll think of Connor... 144,000 minutes to football. I'll think about that. Be Jeopardy or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Trivial Pursuit. Mm -hmm. Boom. Maybe I'll be on the chase against the beast. Who wants to be a millionaire? Maybe. Sure. Maybe. A, B, C, or D. Mm -hmm. 
And I'll say, I don't need to fucking call friend. Or I don't need to fuck 50-50. I don't fucking need <laughs> the double dip. I don't fucking need the audience poll. Yeah. No. Oh, there yeah. it is. <laughs> Thought we were gonna get them all. I know. Well, and another one is it's fourteen hundred forty minutes in a day. That's another good one. Now, obviously, if you just divide it by a hundred. Fourteen hundred forty minutes in one day. day. Wait till we get to that day. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Hey, with how big of a success the hundred day countdown was, I assume there's gonna be. There's going to be more on milestones mm-hmm. uh, to the NFL here. Yeah, we're in we're in the lap. Uh, 200 <laughs> was also a pretty big day. I think that one kind of got uh, shooed aside a little bit because I didn't think it'd be that big of a deal. But I just broke it down into 100. You have become the countdown to the NFL guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it started like right after the uh, season ended. So when I see some of these absolute mutts tweet out like 120 days to NFL football, it's like shut up. Where buddy. were you at 180? Yeah, where were you at 213? Okay, who, name them. Who, who else is doing? Yeah. No, it's, the NFL did today. Yeah, yeah, they did it today with footballs. Like, oh, sweet dude. Fucking NFL. Fucking put something in. Hey, anyway. what was that show called, Pat? You were talking about game shows, uh, The Hole, where you got to run through the, th- the Oh, hole? come on. AJ. Yeah. How dare you? Good show. Good show. That show was awesome. Was. And I've only seen the one clip on here. It's <laughs> the best. I have no idea how that thing got yeah. canceled. I don't know if it would survive in this particular climate. Nah, probably not. But I laughed <laughs> so hard on mushrooms while watching that show the first time I seen it. Unbelievable. I would never get that laugh in that moment back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like I seen poopies. This weekend, Jackass four and a half or whatever, mm-hmm. forever, whatever yep. it is. Poopies has an, a show stealing performance in that particular as well. I have not seen this. Okay, good. It's behind the scenes of the filming of the new one with <laughs> some things that have been left on the editor's room floor. Mm-hmm. Some bits in Poopies does have quite a performance. One of which should have been in the movie. In the movie. Yeah. yeah. The blindfold race <laughs> should have been in the movie in Poopies. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying this weekend watching my wife crying while watching. I mean, we were full. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Okay. <laughs> Poopies as a, a matter of fact line after one of these bits where it's like he had no idea what show he was shooting at the time. It's awesome. Yeah. Worthy. When Lordo showed up, it was on the TV. Yeah. yeah. A lot of dongs. Lot yeah. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, there's more dongs in the four and a half? Oh, yeah. More, there's, there's one particular scene in the Jackass four and a half or whatever this one is. Um, easily 15 dongs on camera. Oh, jeez. Okay. 15 different dongs on camera. They yeah. went to like a nudist society, basically, it felt like. They just love being naked. Yeah. <laughs> they did a full breakdown on Pontius's dong. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not usual. It's a full thing, dude. A lot what of a great, what a great character Pontius is. He was in WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> Pontius was in WrestleMania. And his cheeks. Wee man body slammed Sammy's in a WrestleMania. <laughs> I could not believe it. they didn't tell me anything that was happening in that. I obviously knew Johnny Knoxville and Sammy Zayn were having a match, and if Johnny Knoxville's in it, okay, there's going to be something hilarious that happens during this. As that thing's unfolding live in front, I was having the most fun I'd ever had in my entire... Look it, look it, look it, look it, That's what Michael Cole said about Wee Man coming out from underneath the... Look it, look it, look it, look it, look it. I'm like, fucking Wee Man. Oh, my God. And then Cheeks from Pontius come uh-huh. Yeah. It was amazing. Giant so, rat trap. My, I think our era, though, is the jackass era. You know, like, I think... Yeah, how long... Like, when did they first, you know, come on the scene? So this is 20 years later, they said. 20 years. Yeah, it was like 2002. Yeah. 2001, 2002. So that's literally like our generation, I think. Like the Carolina Panthers uh, schedule release video, 
was like our generation, I feel like, right? Jackass, yeah. same exact thing. Like, you have to be a certain age to do it. But man, whenever those assholes came on to television for us mm -hmm. on MTV, <laughs> what a game changer for fucking every white trash kid around <laughs> America. Honestly, I mean, how many jackasses were putting themselves in shopping carts trying to run into bushes? Nick, were you ever in a shopping cart going into a bush? I did it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course <laughs> you did. Everybody did because of them. So I, I am still thankful that they're willing to try to kill themselves to still make entertainment for all of us. But there ain't no way you you can be going on to one of those sets ever. No. No, no. Never. never nothing safe. Ne not nothing is safe. And they do not care at all. It is. And they show a lot of that in this one, the four and a half one. It's really good. I think it's worth a watch. Uh, is that the one? Or did, they, did they make it in the movie? Like, is it Steve O goes to take a dump and they blow up the porta potty? That was in, that the, was in the movie. That was in the movie. Okay. There is another porta potty situation, though, that is worth a watch in the four and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They sprint. I'll, I'll let you know. They didn't expect it to happen. They were off filming, and when they see the massive explosion, they go sprinting over mm -hmm. to laugh in the face of the person. <laughs> like they were shooting something else, full sprint, every one of them, dead tired. <laughs> Just, it was it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I can't believe it exists. I'm so happy for them. Uh, let's get out of here. Hammer, down in 15, 20 minutes, maybe 25 minutes. Actually, they'll probably start streaming in 10 minutes and then go live 4 yeah. or 5. Yeah. And Gumpy's calling for Canada? Yep. Nice. Right, first time to see the guy. Ooh, yeah. yeah. We miss you, Gump. We love you, Gump. Big thanks to Orlovsky, Rupper, Thielen, Lordo. 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 Mike and Matt, AJ. Great job today. A lot of energy coming out of the way. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, AJ. Great show by you. Thank you. Great energy from you guys today. Okay, we expect hope your, knee, hope your knee gets better. I think tomorrow it'll be good. Here yeah. we go. We'll rest. Oh, good. Yeah, I, that's honestly, tell yourself when you go to bed at night, be like, man, my knee is going to feel so much better tomorrow, and I think it will. Oh, AJ, I've, listen, you can ask my wife. I've been giving motivational speeches to this knee for the last four. I think tomorrow, because <laughs> yeah. it's just this shit, you know what I mean? Like, I could go get this drained. It's just floating in there, so the pressure, you've experienced this, so the pressure of where it goes to is where it's pinching. I think I just need it drained. I don't think there's any actual structural shit. I think I just need it drained. Is it that much that you need it drained? Dude, I can fucking play with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Ugh. I give it a little play. Yeah, maybe go in. Maybe call Weatherford, see what he thinks. Well, can't it just, won't it just dissipate, though, into my fucking yeah. body? It should. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys